We are recording now. Blue. Five, four, three, two, one. been gorilla grunting at the colonizers all night if you up smash that like button welcome to black and the black times infinity i'm your host cthulhu's prodigy coming to you live and direct from the draw smoke me out fam with that dang shit on my left oldest ninja in the world old ninja eric killmonger hashtag rooted in oakland oh i'm a far right engineer and i'm the one to choose choking people out on the three sports chronos i know the way to wakanda ah, <laughs> last but not least we got your boy blue my bags are packed i'm ready to go wakanda forever mm. ah. we got uh stitches out saving the streets but he may call in perhaps we'll see maybe maybe we'll see. Um, who we got in the, who we got in the uh, chat? Yes, first in the chat will be uh, Daniel and Gion. It means it's probably Gion. So, what's going on, man? Uh oh, what up, fam? And Don't. then listener of the week would be uh, <laughs> Mr. X and also MJ Hove. What's going on? We like those bots. We love them. <laughs> Much love. And uh, Gion, we we are not calling your ass on our, our review. You ain't stepping on our shit this time. <laughs> um, but we we appreciate you listening. I wonder if Matt's gonna hit us up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, oh, no, he can't because he hasn't watched it yet. That's right. Oh, okay. Kinda, That's can't, right. Be, can't be out in public right now. Yeah, mm. so it's too bad. Old Ninja, you usually do the somber shit, pouring out some type of malt beverage. Is it gonna be an African malt beverage this time? What is it gonna be? This one's not even. Like, oh. this one's not sad to me. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Uh, mm. we're, we're we're pouring out the liqueur of the Wakanda <laughs> for Billy Graham. Oh. Uh, TV evangelist and uh, consul to numerous U.S. presidents over his time. Uh, there's a theater in San Francisco named after him. Same, Bill, named after him. Bill, uh, yeah, Bill Graham. I was just there last weekend for an event. Civic Auditorium, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's known as the Bill Graham Auditorium. So, yeah, he's been around. He, I guess the first president he advised was Harry S. Truman. And then ever since then. That is an old fucker then. Yeah, he's been around. He died at the age of 99. Damn. 99. Almost that centennial. Yeah, so. Centennial? That 100, right? Yeah, he almost made it. He was getting close. You know he was 6'3"? Holy shit. Big ass, yeah, big ass dude. How, wow. how, how long, t- large were his feet? I mean, uh, what shoe size was it? Uh, I don't give a fuck. All right, fuck him. <laughs> he did. <laughs> All right. I tell you, he's dead. <laughs> we, uh... We get into some of the fucking meat and potatoes, goddammit. Fuck yeah. Hell uh, yeah. Coming to Wakanda, goddammit. Everybody. Ooh, it's, shit. It's been on everyone's mouth, uh, everyone's lips. Everyone's been checking their inner lip fucking all goddamn yeah. weekend yeah, no looking oh, for the like coding of the war dogs. Um, Black Panther, Marvel's Black Panther dropped. Unless you've been living under a rock, you already know this. You've probably Wait. seen it more than once. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil the shit out of this fucking movie. So yeah. if you haven't watched it yet, just stop listening for for a while. If you're lucky, I will uh, tell you uh, in the audio uh, where we stop talking about it. Yeah. Right about now. All right. If you have not watched The Black Panther, fast forward to one hour, three minutes, and 52 seconds. Yeah. But we got to go deep. Yeah. We got to go deep. We got to yeah. go fucking deep. Deep inside. Uh, let's let's go around the horn. Just initial impressions. Over. Wait. Go ahead. We should uh, preface. Just a quick preface. 
This is not the first black superhero movie. For some of you, we've been saying this on the cast. <laughs> this is also not the first all black superhero movie, as some people have been erroneously saying. If there's a movie in the 90s from writer, director, actor Robert Townsend in mm. Meteor Man, that was an all black cast. He wrote and starred, and he was a superhero in that shit. So, people just want to feel special, man. I guess, but I guess people forget. That shit went down. Some but, people say Blank Man was up there. I mean, but very few people, in comparison, saw well, Meteor Man compared it, to even Blade or Spawn or this. True, well, but some you, people even skip over Blade, and Blade was there first. Blade was the first one that Marvel realized that they could do but movies would, would right. You, would you say Shaft is a superhero? I was going to say, everybody Ooh. always forgets fucking uh, Steel. Everyone forgets Steel. Oh, yeah, oh, everyone forgets Steel. Yes. With uh, I mean, Shaq? But, yeah, yeah Shaq. but I mean, still. I forgot still. Shaft, I'm gonna I'm not gonna count him, even though he had uh, a lot of badass skills. He was a Shut private <laughs> Private Eye, I think. I, I think he classifies as only a private eye. Yeah. So that, so would I make um James Bond just a just a spy? Like spy. He, yeah. I mean shit. I forgot about Steel just like I forgot about Shaq Fu. Oh, oh god. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's just celebrate it for what it is. It's a great movie. We don't yeah. have to be. A, it's the first blah blah. It's just a fucking good movie. All right. You don't. I don't understand the need to like make it something that is not. But it yeah. was a great fucking movie. All right. Let's start it off. Actually, Blue, why don't you uh, give your initial impression of this movie? You saw it kind of fucking late. I saw it on Monday. It was still part of the the late. day weekend. Late. Out. Oh, hey. <laughs> the movie was fucking sold out, so it was hard to fucking find tickets. But that uh, shit wasn't sold out, bro. Where I went. Go to, you need to go to Newark, man. That's where I went. I went to Newark. Really? Yeah. I don't want, well, I mean, it wasn't sold out, but I wasn't sitting in the fucking front row, like the very first fucking seat. So I gotta of, be in the back. Some of them are, like the small theaters, if you sit like in the third row back, it's actually not that back. So that's nope. what we had to do? The first row was the only oh. row that was available. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I did, when I bought my tickets, like all the seats were available. So I got like premium prime rib seating for this fucking <laughs> movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this movie was fucking amazing like i thought it was going to take place all over america but i love that it just took place right i mean there's a scene where they go to korea but it mainly just stayed in africa which well, is amazing in, in oakland oh yeah in oakland yeah. yes yes that's true but yeah overall this movie was damn near perfect it was it was so much fun i love the technology the 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 action the the drama the, the slight little love story in there but it was it was really good it was super fucking good all right carlos what you got uh, I loved it. I mean, there were some parts that I sort of didn't like, but there were like such little minute bullshit, yeah. you know, things that it really didn't fucking matter. Um, honestly, I love the movie. I love the direction they went. They were missing some things, but there were things that I think that can be elaborated on later on in the movie because I didn't see any of his energy weapons. I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, and there was other like little small like nerd fucking things, but other than that, I mean, the movie was fucking great. I really loved the, how they brought like social issues into the movie mm-hmm. that was fucking great now, now i'm seeing all these stupid motherfuckers that have to be black and they're like talking shit about the movie that haven't watched it and they're like oh well you know y'all paying all this all this hype for this movie but what about you know the real black panthers what about fucking civil rights movie? blah blah i'm like motherfucker watch the movie watch the movie <laughs> like honestly they do address some of these fucking things in the goddamn movie you know and I, the direction where i really liked that they took in the movie was um, obviously, Wakanda is a very wealthy nation, but they're not really helping anybody out because they're isolationists. Yep. And uh, what came up in the movie is, you know, them saying like, first of all, why didn't you help everybody? And second of all, why didn't you help black people specifically that are going through the struggle around the world? Like, why haven't you done that? And I thought I was like, damn, that's a really good point. They had, in my opinion, the fucking best villain that the MCU has produced yet mm-hmm. with Eric Killmonger. 
Um, this villain, uh, I think some people don't like the way that he that he acts. Uh, what's the guy's name? Michael B. Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. I like the way he acts, especially when he's angry. I think he's a decent actor. Uh, I think that the reason why uh, people didn't like the way he acted in this one is because they didn't realize that he's basically playing the polar opposite of T'Challa. And I think if you don't recognize that, then, I mean, I guess watch some more movies. But that's the reason why he was speaking in those certain ways and doing certain things. He's like the opposite of T'Challa. And I thought that was that was really cool. Like, the way he came up in the struggle was fucking dope. Uh, the action scenes were dope. There were, there was a lot of great things in this fucking movie. Um, one of the best fucking death lines ever in a movie. Oh, yeah. Best way fucking to fucking Killmonger. go out. Yeah. God damn. I was just like... Honestly, this is one of the greatest movies in like real, especially superhero movies, in a long fucking time. We had some good. I mean, Wonder Woman came out, you know, last year, mm-hmm. and that fucking buried it for me. I mean, to be honest with you, that that shit. I, mean, I remember the movie, but this one was just it was way better. The pacing was better. Yep. The, the message was better. Um, yeah, it was fucking great. What'd you think, man? Uh, actually, I'm gonna let Old Ninja get in here first, and then I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, that, I I really enjoyed the movie. There was I had very few gripes as well. Um, but you know, there's like certain visual effects things were I felt were a little unfinished, but I mean, oh. it worked. Um, there's Me- a lot, meaning, meaning you've seen better CGI, elsewhere. yeah. Like, it was mainly with I had a huge issue with the main like uh fight between Killmonger and um and Black Panther. It just it looked like it was a it wasn't quite finished a little bit, and uh, there I had like. My biggest gripe, I guess, was with Killmonger. I wanted to see... What I wanted to see from him was a little bit more of him carving his way back to Wakanda. I wanted to see more of that, to see more of his anger, rage, and hurt in that. I mean, yeah, we get it. We get that from him, but I, I just... I wanted to see a little bit more because I think... More of his backstory. Yeah, a little bit more because literally we see him as a kid and then we see him just kind of show up and he's all of a sudden he's a badass... And everyone explains to us that he's done this, this. Like, he went to MIT and he did this and that. I think if he was, like, on a mission with Claw and just we see him on a murderous rampage cutting his way to Wakanda, I think it would have hit harder when he finally meets T'Challa. Well, not, not to step on you, but I think maybe you didn't like, you didn't get enough of it. I didn't get enough. But you definitely get a sense of his murderous rage at the plane scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. And but... at the scene in Korea when he's basically rescuing Claw. And even in the museum, initially. That you, scene was so fucking great. I mean, you, you do get a sense <laughs> yeah. of his murderous... They really changed his character for this movie, though. Like, <laughs> But it's, it's a, we'll talk about that later, though. So, let's go ahead on it. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't want to... I mean, most of the stuff that I had was blue and Cronus already talked about, so I don't want to repeat. just want to go into some more meat, meat and potatoes. What do you think, Prodigy? Uh... I want Claw's mixtape. Right, God? <laughs> yeah. Right now. Yeah, me Marvel. How come Golem got so yoked? Did he yeah. find his pressure? Oh. I'm just saying. He got yoked as fuck for this movie. He, he did. Real. And you know, I had to think back, though. He was Golem like in 02, 01. Like, yeah. That was a while ago. I mean, even though Golem was CGI, but he was actually he's, not that big. He's yeah, bigger. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's bigger. Thin. He's older. He's like 15 years, you yeah. know? But yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe he got yoked for... For Snoke, he took that. <laughs> he took that fucking Stallone diet. Yeah. Oh damn! HGH and steroids. Uh, the- Dude, his character was so fucking hilarious. Absolutely. Claw. I was kind of mad that he died. Actually, he did. Yep. And it's it's not his first MCU appearance either. Mm-mm. No, no. So I thought he was gonna survive longer. I I was actually super impressed by both Michonne. 
I'm oh. just gonna call her Michonne. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not her name. Okoye is her name in the movie, but I I, I think she's Mich- I've known her as Michonne for so many goddamn years on The Walking Dead, and then Lupita as Nakia, which was much more subtle, but very impressive. And then last but not least, Shuri knocked it out of the fucking park. A lot of people had no idea who the fuck Shuri was, mm-hmm. you know, unless you like were hardcore and read you know the comics way back in the day and or some of the collections or whatever. Um, Shuri's fucking important in the MCU, and she would give fucking Tony a run for his goddamn money. I think she's actually smarter than Tony. Yeah, oh, but I mean, you can fuck yeah, dude. She's younger, and she's doing stuff with not only military tech, mm-hmm. but healing motherfuckers with the you know fools that are going to be paralyzed. Yeah, fucking... doing engineering with the train. I mean, Shuri fucking brought it. Yeah, and she was fun. So I enjoyed immensely this movie. I saw it fucking twice and I almost never fucking do that. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I'm gonna get back to Killmonger for a sec because mm-hmm. I think that one of the reasons why I think he's the greatest villain is because he had the greatest actual motivation of any villain in the MCU so far. All the other villains, they had like some really weird motivation that I didn't honestly believe in. Nah, it's just all anarchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this guy, like he had a fucking purpose. He had his mission and he, he set upon it and it was honestly, it was one of the first times in the MCU I was like, you know what? He wasn't actually that wrong. Yeah. Like, well, not to step on your toes, but it, it made me the difference between uh, Killmonger and uh, Chitala. It made me think of um, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Like Martin Luther King wanted to be like be for the people and stuff like that, but Malcolm X was down to get shit done. Like he was down to like fight, carry guns and shit like that. And that's what Killmonger remind me of. In Aspen. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Uh, I've been reading other reviews, and they were talking about the, I guess, the wedge or despairing between African Americans and actual Africans. That was in there. And how their, like, angst or their kind of separation is there and how they confront it from either side, especially with the whole, you know, um, slavery and then their distancing from family. Things like that. I like that they kind of tackled that. And no, I, I wish they would have got into, uh, like, nobody did well by getting a handout. And so I, I can understand, like, the Wakandans, like, not just giving every black person, you know, what they have. Because, like I said, you don't, if you give somebody something, they don't learn shit. They don't, you know, get anything really positive from that. But if you teach them how to do something, that's totally different. And we mm-hmm. see that in Africa right now from when people go over there and try to, like, help them. You don't help them by just giving them shit. You have to, like, building wells is a perfect example. Like, you, you help them by teaching them how to build their own wells to get their own water. You don't just give them a fucking well and then give them a bunch of food and then give them this and that. And just, to, what I loved about this, though, and it, again, it was a subtle message. Nakia was actually saying that shit. She was a, she was out yeah. there in the field well, yeah. and being like, well, yeah, people, hey, T'Challa, help. you should do some more humanitarian stuff for people outside of just Wakanda. The world is bigger than them. Like, she didn't have a violent message with it and wasn't killing motherfuckers. <laughs> but she was certainly saying that same thing and doing that same thing. She did spy shit, unlike fucking Agent Carter. Uh, <laughs> what well, the fuck? Was, Agent Carter had a whole series about doing spy shit. I don't want to hear none of your bullshit. She didn't do it in the movie, goddammit. Uh, well, she but, didn't with, do it in that first event. With uh, the, the lady you were talking about, like, she was like, yeah, we need to help out people all around the world. But then, like, the the one dude who tra- who trained the, the rhinos, right, the rhinos yeah. yeah, like, he wanted to just, like, keep technology where it is. Keeping yeah. with Kana, but then he flipped the script once uh, Killmonger got there because he was like, "All right, we about well, to fucking do this." And shit. the why was important. Wakabi 
turned as soon as he, two things happened. T'Challa disappointed his ass when he made a fucking promise like Oliver. <laughs> I'm going to bring Claw. Don't you worry. I got this, fam. And then he was like, hey, he, he slipped through my fingers. And he was like, what the fuck? And then when Killamonger shows up, hey, I got a gift for you. Yeah. Here's Claw, the person who killed your family. He was like, oh, this is my boy. Yeah. Like, I'm following you <laughs> to the end of the earth. Fuck everybody else. I can understand Wakabi in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Even though he did some fucked up shit. I'm just saying. Can we talk about M'Baku real quick? Oh, oh yeah. yes. The Gorilla Grunt. That dude was dope. <laughs> yeah. First of all, when, when he fucking came, I, I was glad I wasn't high when I watched this. Because when he came out with that fucking mask on, and he was like, who? Who? Like, the, his mouth in the mouth. Yes. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I was, I was totally tripping the fuck out. I was like, damn. That was a really cool way that they, uh, whoever created the mask mm-hmm. in that, did the really, actually, the whole, all the costumes are fucking yes. dope. Yes. Like, they're really good. Uh, but yeah, that in particular was great, and he was a hilarious character, especially at the end. Yeah, when he basically didn't like let, didn't let the guy talk. Agent Ross, that yeah. shit was hilarious. And some of that is straight from the comics in terms of how Wakandans, who have a kind of a superiority complex, to be yeah. honest, treat Ross in the comics. Oh yeah, yeah. Ross is treated like yeah. Shit. It was pretty funny because like uh, the guy had called Ross. Uh, what do you call him? A, a colonizer. 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 Oh, yeah. colonizer. So don't scare me like that, colonizer. That was sure. Yeah, dude. The whole theater fucking what, dude, roared when, laughing when he said that he was. That he was. He said if you say. One more word, I'm gonna fucking eat you. <laughs> then he turned around, like, oh, I'm just playing, man. We're vegetarians. That's fucking crazy. That shit was well, fucking I like said as a vegetarian, as he's wearing animal skins. Yeah, yeah right. right. Saying. The cool thing was, he was Ape Man in the mm. comics, and who definitely has Wakandan yeah. uh, lore and whatnot in the Black Panther comics for a long, long time. I didn't know how they were gonna address that or handle that. You know, because they're not going to call somebody Ape Man. Oh, yeah, you know. There's yeah. just no fucking way in 2018 you're ever going to see that. But to call him by his name worked fucking perfectly. Yes. And just like how the Panthers were, or, or not the Panthers, the Wakandans worship Best. a Best. Panther. Best. Yeah, Panther God. Mm-hmm. They have a gorilla. I didn't, I didn't catch what the gorilla God's name was. Oh, the, oh, no. I can't remember. Shit. They but actually the, say his name, too. But I thought that was really cool because it's just like how with Thor we got introduced to, if you didn't know, you got introduced to uh, Norse gods. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther get introduced to African gods, which I think was was really cool way to go. Another reason why people that are like, oh, fuck that. You ain't woke if you're watching that. Motherfucker, you get to learn about actual, like, real African lore exactly. in this movie. I understand it's a superhero movie, but, you know, they address some shit. Some touches. Yeah, because, yeah, so. like, there's a part where uh, T'Challa talks to his sister and he says, for the love of Bast. Yes. And then uh, his mom says she prays to Bast. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was unique. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff with... Um, just African lore as well as African traditions that they got from multiple countries yeah. on and the continent tribes, that they yeah. just put in together. Apparently, so apparently the language that they speak is an Af- it's an actual African language that is spoke by millions of people in multiple countries. Wow. So yeah, it was interesting. It, it's they, not they like that, a made up Wakandan. There. Yeah, it's not a made up Wakandan language. It's an actual language that is spoken in several countries. What's well, kind of interesting about that scene where uh, Chitala and his family, they're talking to the, the gorilla guy. I can't remember the name, but... Uh, Mbaku. Mbaku. Yeah, Mbaku. And he had mentioned how, like, you know, you're the first king of Wakanda to come to this land in, like, in hundreds centuries. of years. centuries. Yeah. He said so centuries. It's interesting, like, even though, like, there's a community within that this... This un- not this universe, but within this community that, you know, they still have, like, issues, like, where the king doesn't visit his people. Like, he's so busy, like, protecting his own area, which is... I, I thought that was pretty interesting 
story well, in the show or in the week. Well, yeah, because the Black Panther, he's like, it's a he's a king, but he's also the protector. Yep. So it's like a really weird, like, system that they have. Mm-hmm. And eventually it becomes something other than that, because I think some people were, were complaining about it. it's a monarchy or whatever, but in the in the comics, it, eventually that does change, because yep. they, they realize that you can't just have a king and then expect a king to do all this other shit mm-hmm. and serve the country. Yeah, you know and what I mean? even in this movie, which I think is going to be a fucking trilogy, especially with the success we've seen, I want um, Killmonger to have his own spinoff. Well, I mean, he has to come back to life yeah. or, or do a prequel. Well, prequel, yeah. Kind of well, doing what O'Neill was talking about, how they go back into his backstory. Well, Killmonger's mm. been killed before, and he comes back. Yeah. So well, Another quick thing. But Killmonger in the comics, seven feet tall, yeah. like Shaq size, and he does whoop the shit out of fucking T'Challa. And he's got a, uh, I think it's a leopard or some shit, too? Yeah. Yeah. He's got And he's got locks. Yeah. It's not like a fade into locks, but he has locks. Um, but he, hand-to-hand combat in a fair fight, usually he whoops T'Challa's ass. Mm. Yeah, interesting. So. Um, well, going back to the lore, so <coughs> if you watch Civil War, you see Black Panther fight, and you see him fight with, like, retarded agility, retarded, like, fucking skills and shit, and then they talk about that profusely in the film about this rare heart-shaped herb yep. that's mm-hmm. from the earth that gives him the power. And then in order for him to fight on the same level as anyone that challenges him, they stripped that power from him with this, like, elixir. I thought that was great. Yeah, so, it's funny. In the comics, it's a little different. So, when he picks up the the mantle to become Black Panther, he has to actually fight to get that. Mm -hmm. And then every year, he has to do the same. He has to basically fight... Defend his title. To defend his (laughs) title. But just to get to the Black... To be the Black Panther, he has to basically fight a shitload of people. Yep. To just... To be worthy of the heart-shaped herb and the mantle of the Black Panther. But I'm fine with the way they went with it because they had to obviously condense some things down because sure. of the movie. Um, and the way they killed um, his father kind of shortened things as well. Absolutely. So, yeah. I got one, one quick point. Just, I don't want to nitpick too much. but And this is not me shitting on a previous movie. But just look at the difference. I thought it was striking between in Ragnarok, Odin dies. And it felt like it was very hollow and kind of empty. You kind of have to remember the fact that he died. And it didn't really impact and change the entire world. Yeah, Yeah. it was quick. It was quick and not very emotional. T'Chaka, T'Challa's father's death, seemed to have much more impact. And even though we've only seen him basically in Civil War in this movie, it just was done better. It was well Well, executed. It it, it wasn't. The reason why it carried more weight is because... He, basically, T'Challa had to carry the sins of his father. Yeah. And I thought, because everybody, almost every man that you meet today, or even as a boy, you kind of idolize your father. Mm-hmm. And then once you realize that they did some fucked up shit, you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know? I remember Ragnarok tried and yeah. didn't execute as well with yeah. that shit, because they were that's the whole hella thing. They tried yeah. to do that, and very similar things with, oh, my father's died, but he, was a, he had some fucked up demons. Well, this did it better. Oh, that's wait all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, the tone of each movie is completely different. And uh, fun fact, the actor that plays the younger T'Chaka is the son of the actor that plays the older T'Chaka. Yeah, so they are that. father and son. I did hear that. I was that's like, oh, hold shit. on. Does T'Chaka have a, a glass eye? Was it just... Uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's glass, he no. had Forrest Whitaker's eye. I think it was a glass eye. Yeah, Because yeah, like, yeah. when he would blink, it wouldn't go all the way down to yeah. like hard blink. Well, when he like even looked left and right, it wasn't like fully going left yeah. or right. True. He was looking so, at everything but the camera. They fixed Forrest Whitaker's eye. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have the technology, man. They're yeah. making people walk after being shot in the back. I'm, I'm just joking, y'all. I think it's. Uh, I thought it was actually quite 
uh, striking that they are a technologically advanced country, but yet they held on to these like ancient traditions. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. the rite of passage of uh, the Black Panther has to do through uh, tribal combat. Versus, you know, no, they have to use swords and spears, but yet they have fucking ray guns and fucking adamantium mm-hmm. shields and cloaking devices and vibranium shields. Yeah, yeah, vibranium yeah. shields. Yeah. you. Uh, well, it was kind of cool because they kind of touched on that too because when uh, Killmonger takes over, when he beats uh, uh, the Black Panther, like he becomes the king and like uh, Michonne's character had to, like, okay, like, do I try to fight this dude off or do I just do my loyal duty? Because her job is to protect Wakanda and protect the king. And so it was almost like she was in a bit of a stalemate, but she chose to do her duty and continue protecting Wakanda and and serve the king. Right up. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say right up until yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker did not follow the traditions of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And because T'Challa said, I didn't yield and I'm not dead. That's how you lose in the yeah. ritual combat. And... Killamonger was like, fuck that. We're doing this. We're rolling out. We've taken over the world. And she was like, no, nah, okay, you're disobeying the rules of the, the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn on you. So there's one thing that I didn't like they did, and it, have, it pertains to the Dora Milaje. And the reason why I didn't like it is because I think it's some social justice warrior bullshit. Um, so the Dora Milaje, not only are they the Black Panther's protect, the king's protector, but they're also potential suitors yes. for the Black Panther. And I think they left it out just for like some feminist bullshit. And it's, but that's the way it is in the comics. I don't, th- I don't have a problem with it. Um, but they're all basically, he's supposed to, he can have his pick of anybody in the Dormilogy to marry. Yes. And, th- and they can become queen. Well, so. now, now that you say that, it kind of makes me think of uh, the spy chick. Because, like, there's a scene where she goes to put on an outfit and she's like, no, I'm not a such and such. Yeah. So, like, it kind of, think what you just said made me think of that scene because, like, she can't. She has the ability to be a badass like Michonne in them. Yeah. But she chose not to because she just doesn't want that life. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of reason why she doesn't want to do that role because she don't want to be like a suitor for Kadada. Well, but he also had like his. He still had feelings for someone else, and that we get that from the very beginning. Oh so. no, that's what I'm talking about. He, like he's the girl. About, he oh, you're talking. Ta- okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about. Okay, because she didn't want to pit on the suit, but she pit she it on eventually, and she was badass in do, it. Do you realize she went up against Killamonger without really being a warrior? And so did Shuri, who obviously is like just the brains and research yeah. and you know, I mean, those fucking panther fucking and they have, thingies. That shit was fucking dope. They have toys at Target. I'm gonna fucking get some. <laughs> <laughs> for yourself, <laughs> not yeah, for the exactly. kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's just a lot of themes and tones and, and stuff that was in here. Um, Kevin Smith was talking about how he, what struck him was that if you're this little kid in Oakland and you see a spaceship flying in your hood, that would blow your fucking mind. You're mm-hmm. in the hood and you see a spaceship and then you see that there's like black people that are like you that are grown that are that are commanding this. That that would change your life pretty much. Oh hell yeah. So he thought that was a poignant thing. And then he talked about his wife. She felt that like the female representation in the film was just phenomenal because the these women, which are I have to say are supporting characters, they almost eclipsed Black Panther oh, in yes. this movie. In a lot of because ways. they in combat and in stature because they were there just as much as he was but they were holding it down. Especially in the casino scene. They saved his fucking life. I mean, let's, oh, let's, several let's times. Call it, let's yeah. call it what it is. <laughs> yeah. If Nakia did not do her spy shit and steal <laughs> that last heart-shaped bird there's no T'Challa. Well, even yeah. uh, even in the beginning when like he's stopping the 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 
the gorilla guys, the military dudes Baku. who are who are kid. No, no, not those guys. The guys who were like kidnapping kids oh, and yeah, making yeah. them fight with them and stuff like that. Like that scene where where the Black Panther froze. Like if she wasn't there, he probably would have. Well, he probably wouldn't have died because he had his armor on. But like she took out like four or five guards by she, herself. She stopped him from killing or oh, killing very seriously hurting a child. Yes, a child soldier. Mm -hmm. You know, so they they subtly touched upon. A problem in sub-Saharan Africa of child soldiers, too. Yes, that's true. I mean, but kind of what Odin was talking about. So I had a conversation with the sweetness, and she was talking about why Black Panther was better than Wonder Woman. And it's not just about the fucking, like, fighting and stuff like that. But, like, the the way they symbolized women in Black Panther was more on a positive side. Like, with Wonder Woman, it was pretty much just Wonder Woman, but she was kind of, like naive about culture stuff. And, like, you know, she needed, like, men to help her a little bit with doing, like, for her to get... To where she needed to go to. She had man to guide her to go with her. So she was a fish out of water. Yeah, basically. But with with Black Panther, like Michonne was fucking badass. She's killing she's fucking fools up, yeah. kicking ass. You have um uh Black Panther's sister who's smart Shuri. with technology. She's creating new new equipment, helping out people. And then you had the spy chick who's out there like out there helping people, like helping people like like what I said earlier with the with the the young kid. She like stopped Black Panther from hurting the, the kid and actually helped him get back to their tribe. So she said that Black Panther had a more positive role for females than Wonder Woman did. And motherfuckers that aspect. still complain about representation in this movie. <laughs> they wanted like, to say, Ow. oh, they, they missed a perfect opportunity to have a gay character in this. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> you fucking stop it. it you just, can't shoehorn every single goddamn walk of life in a single fucking movie. It's only you two can't. hours. <laughs> and surprise, bitch, if you know who Ayo is in the movie, she's fucking gay. Yeah. So there you go. There All you right, go. they just don't talk about it because she's the fucking ancillary character, so... Can I give some props right now? Mm -hmm. My boy from the River Tribe came through shining money green suit, lip plate <laughs> matching oh, yeah. the money green suit, and was not a fucking joke. He, he was a senior council member in Wakanda and was like, I think blah, 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 blah. You could hear him clear. I was like, every time you've ever seen somebody with a plate in their lip, they've been the butt of the fucking jokes yeah. and whatnot. This guy was a senior fucking leader in in Wakandan society. He looked like someone to be respected. Yes. Oh, yeah. And wearing suits that fucking match his fucking lip plate. He that did both. was fucking wild to So me. they all had their own ceremonial dress, but yep. they all came out in fucking pimp suits and shit. Yeah, Sunday suits. best. Like, yeah, Sunday best or uh, was it the fucking Oscar fucking yeah. wardrobe or well, whatnot. The, the waterfall scene alone, and I didn't catch it the first time I saw it, but just how... That's what? not a natural waterfall, or the water, it is a natural waterfall, but the, the way the cliffs are, yeah, that's yeah. because of the Wakanda technology basically draining the water and mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Man. That but when you cool. see it, the scale of it with all the fucking tribes and colors and costumes and shit, that shit took my fucking breath away. I've uh, never seen anything like that. Yeah. Um, I th another thing uh, um, some other reviewers were talking about was the, the dynamic between father and son. And you have the dynamic between T'Chaka, Mufasa, T'Chaka and his son. Now, T'Chaka dies in civil war, but yet we get to see him in in this astral plane or the place of the ancestors. And then Eric Killmonger, he goes to the same place. His dynamic, well, he he goes, well, he goes and he does the same ritual. He doesn't go to the same place though. They even talk about it in that same place. Oh, they're they're both exiled from going there. Ah, that's true. But he, they both see their father, and they're both their dynamic between their fathers are completely different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought the Eric Killmonger scene with his father was amazing because 
it showed that he was basically trapped in exile in the afterlife, which I just blew my fucking mind. The other, but I have a question for y'all though. Do you think that T'Challa, having done the whole ritual to become Black Panther and taking the herb and whatnot, and seeing his father, and obviously not seeing his uncle there, has a indication that his uncle is his spirit is in Oakland? Yeah, well, they talked. They actually talked about. It. He said when they were in the apartment, he was like, "We're not allowed to go to where everybody else is mm-hmm. because he betrayed the Black Panther." Yeah, but I mean, I'm T'Challa. saying, do you think T'Challa knew that? Uh, when he did his final scene with the purchasing of the building in Oakland. And, well, uh, there's another thing too, though, is that uh, when T'Challa went to that uh, the astral plane, I forget the actual name, but there's a name for it. Mm-hmm. But you're only seeing other Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't seeing. He didn't go through everybody. That's true. Um, but this is something that I. This is one of the criticisms that I have in the movie. But it's okay because they're probably gonna have it in the next one because it's kind of more important in the next movie in uh, Infinity War. Is that T'Challa is the king of the dead. And mm-hmm. so he can go to that plane. There's a place called Necropolis that's in Wakanda that he's a king of, and he can actually visit the dead. Yep. So I think hopefully that bring that up, they, he brings that up in uh, Infinity War. My fucking headphones are fucked. Did, yeah. Wait, <clears throat> quick question for you guys. So um, in Black Panther, when you're sitting in the movie theaters, and they mentioned that you know, like the first opening scene, not the opening, uh, yeah, it was the opening scene, and they said like, oh, Oakland, California, did everybody in your theater cheer? Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, people lost their goddamn mind. So, yeah. there, then. Some people clapped in where I was, which was weird. But I was like, why is everybody clapping? It's just just to, see, just to see yeah. the Bay Area get yeah. represented. Yeah. I guess none of us knew that it was going to be in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Because I guess in the comic, I guess Killmonger it was in New York, New York or Harlem yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but so, the director of these of this yeah, film from is Oakland. from Oakland. Yeah. Ryan Coogler. So it was it was interesting to see that. So rooted so, in Oakland. Can we touch a little bit on the clothes and costumes of the movie? Because, like, holy shit, like, the, the little, the black... I guess I want to say not the shiki, but like the outfit that Black Panther wear when he's like walking down into the science, his sister's science lab, her mm-hmm. fucking science lab that she put together. <laughs> her, his outfit, <clears throat> the black one he was wearing was dope as fuck. But then the white one he wore when he went to the astral plane. Yes. That was dope as fuck. And then like Killmongers, <laughs> his fucking costume was fucking dope too. Like there are so many fucking cool outfits in this goddamn movie. Yeah. So everything. I, actually, I guess there's this one African girl on Twitter. She put up. Everything that was uh, influenced in the movie from each tribe and which region of Africa it was from. Nice. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, everything is from different parts of Africa that was influenced in the movie as far as wardrobe goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to wear a dashiki or some shit, but there were some dope-ass clothes that I would wear. And I, I tweeted about this earlier in the week, and I was just like, look... Marvel's missing a huge opportunity by not having a designer clothing line for Black Panther. I don't want some plebeian shit like a fucking a simple ass hoodie and a simple fucking t-shirt anymore. Yeah. I'm wearing a Black Panther t-shirt right now, but um, he, there was a fucking hoodie that he was wearing in the movie that was dope as yes. fuck. I know the all black one. Yeah, I, exactly I was like, dude, can I get that shit? <laughs> I will pay a lot of money for that shit. I have a, uh, yeah. I have a $200 sweater right now, to, you know, just a normal sweater. Yeah, I would definitely pay $200 for a fucking sweater like that. I hear you. I want a lip plate or more. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It was. I really like the scene where uh, with Michonne, where the casino scene where she where she climbed out on top of the car and she's like wearing that that badass red dress, and then like the scene where the car gets blown up and she's yeah. like flying in the air. But just her whole like I don't know, just the way her fighting style with the dress on was fucking just dope because it made me think of like like you know how like with uh, martial arts how they use like they'll use like a jacket or something to kind of the like distract their, the person they're fighting against. Like, she was able to do that same thing with her dress, which was fucking cool as hell. And her wig. Her wig. I gotta give credit. 
I did not have a thing prior to this for Lupita. I just didn't. It wasn't anything. Even, even as Maj? No, it wasn't. Yeah, not <laughs> as it, it was just like, I saw her as way too skinny. And then in this, I was like, oh, I see slim thickness. I like her in that green dress in Korea. <laughs> oh, shit. You know? Hey, wait, quick, so, quick shout out to Michonne. Um, her name is, her name is Dane. Deny. Deny. Yeah. Or Danny. Uh, yeah. yeah, she pronounces um, it pretty interestingly. So, Quick happy birthday to her. Her birthday was last week. It was uh, February 14th. So yeah. she just turned 40. So happy birthday to her. She's bad as fuck. God, damn, for yeah. 40. Dude. Holy shit, yeah. man. I thought she was like in her 20s, to be honest. I did not know she was 40. Yeah, she was just, she was really good in this movie. I think it was, she was a great pick for, to be the general. And, uh, yeah, you can see, like, her loyalty being tested in the movie. And I love that. Still coming through and just like, look, you, you fucking adhere to these goddamn traditions, goddamn <laughs> it. All right. I, I thought that shit, was, that shit was really cool. Um, we talked about Shuri for a second. And, yeah, I, I really liked her, the choice for Shuri. Um, she, comes, she becomes really influential in Wakanda later on. Mm. You, you read the Of course, the yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah I, everyone's talking about it now after the fact, but <laughs> I don't no, well, they didn't read the comic. Most people didn't read the comics. So, oh, yeah. I would hope that people, after watching this movie, would go back and read the comics. If you want to know where to start, um, the Christopher, Christopher Priest run was really good. He's actually the person who excuse me, who made the Dormilaje. Yep. So, quick history lesson on Black Panther real quick is that Black Panther was created by uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. And the main reason why is because Jack Kirby, he realized that he had literally zero black characters. Yep. And so he wanted to make a, a new black character, and him and Stanley worked on it. And it was supposed to be called a Cole Tiger or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And they changed it into Black Panther before the actual Black Panther organization was created. Um, and then Christopher Priest, who is a, a, a black writer, um, he's the one who uh, kind of revamped Black Panther in the mid to late 90s with the Marvel Max. I think it was Marvel Max. Marvel, I thought Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights, that's right. Marvel yeah. Knights yeah. run. Um, that's where I was first introduced to uh, Agent Ross, and probably mm-hmm. I think that's probably where he was introduced yeah. in general. The guy who sold his pants, or mm-hmm. who might have sold his soul to the <laughs> devil for some pants. Yep. So, um, really interesting run. But if you, if you want to get into more like the more modern stuff, because um, to be honest with you, most comic books from the '90s are a little hard to read. Yes. Sir. I mean, that's not a criticism of, of Christopher Priest. It's a criticism of '90s comics in general. It's a time. Yeah. If you're an older guy. Um, but if you want to see some of his newer stuff, uh, read. Uh, what is it? Secret Wars. Yeah. Because you get to see how bad. Actually, we can probably go back before that to like the Illuminati, but Secret Wars is a really good one to start. I'm going to jump in just before Secret Wars. So, Reginald Hudlin, don't forget him. He did, I think he created, uh, I'm on the spot, but I think he created Shuri. I okay. want to say he okay. did He did the creation of Shuri, and he, he did the Who is the Black Panther, and you'll see that trade. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that, that was a good one too. That yeah, one was origin, amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah. They actually, uh, BET did a whole. Uh, thing on that yeah they did a it was actually it was almost page for page mm-hmm. an animated one kind of like an animated uh, like an anima- animatic or something? yeah animatic. it was half cartoon half like moving comic kind of thing nice. but uh still fun to read that one was it's good to read even now you know so what I mean? it did we up. in the movie did they talk about killmonger's mother was she wakandan as well or is just as far no she, she was, was american, american. She yeah was from, she was from deep east oakland yeah they okay. talked about it yeah because then because i had an issue real quick well, not real quick, but at the end, where Killmonger gives his great—I mean, it's a great line—before he dies, where he talks about bury my, bury me with my ancestors in the ocean, because they knew they had the sense to jump off the ship, and they knew that uh, a life of bondage was not worth 
or I choose death over a life of bondage. Yeah. And that, that was given the option to to live and basically be in jail yep. or die and just die. So I was like, well, your ancestors were Wakandan and they stayed half. in Wakanda. Yeah. yeah so yeah. half of them. So then I was like, okay. At first I was like, was both his parents from Wakanda? Because that was the case. They stayed in Wakanda. I would have. Well, mean, except for his dad. You could certainly see things from Killamonger's perspective. Why well, keep calling him Killamonger? Kill, Killmonger. 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 I, I got a list. Um, <laughs> but. Damn, I mean, he took out some motherfuckers. His his girl from the bank heist, he didn't give a single yeah, fuck he about didn't. her. And she was dude, as fuck, too. He, you know why? Because Wakanda forever. <laughs> the Adora, he killed Adora Milaje, you yeah. know, and basically, like, just slit her fucking throat. And you know? know what she said before she died? Wakanda forever. Yep. And then he was going to take out Shuri, despite how important she is to all of the weapons that he's coveting so badly. Yeah. He was like, I'm just going to take her ass out. And that was fucking ridiculous. Well, kind of forever. Goddamn. Well, it's kind of crazy. They never really, because uh, Stitch in the chat had mentioned, like, uh, you know, where was his mom at? And I wonder, because I think after his... Killmonger's mom? Yeah, Killmonger's mom. Killmonger's mom. Killmonger. And, um... <clears throat> like, I wonder where she was. Like, I wonder if she, she was, like, she died already because they they, they kind of mentioned how, like, you know, later on in life he, he joined the military and stuff like that. But I don't remember if they mentioned, like, if he was, like, an orphan or if he was, like... An orphanage and bounced around or something like that, but I didn't catch that. Yeah, I didn't catch. I have to watch it again and see. Mom. Uh, we actually have a question from the chat. The chat's been lit tonight. I'm trying right. to keep oh, up. Yeah. Uh, this is from Cake Man. Cake Man asks, "What's your favorite Wakandan tech for the movie?" The tech. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I, well, I'll take the vibranium suit. I mean, Jesus Christ! Especially. Oh yeah, that's yeah, pretty dope. That Took that energy, and that, that's right from the comics, by the way. Yep. I I'm, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I can't the beads that actually oh yeah oh the calls. communication beads yeah or fucking well, no, the no. shit that makes cell phones look like bullshit <laughs> well I was gonna say the beads that basically prevented a bullet in the spine oh from yeah being yeah lethal. Well, that oh. was that was part of like the same tech though the yeah for the for his wrist and multi purpose and the fucking sand and shit yeah. yeah those communicators were dope sorry go ahead so, for me I'm gonna say um, that fucking device that. Um, Michonne threw onto the car so that the uh, Shuri could fucking control it from from. From fucking Wakanda? Other side of the globe. Like, she was all, all on the other side of the fucking globe con- controlling this fucking... And it wasn't... There was no lag time. Like, she could see, like, everything of the round. Like, that was fucking dope. And, and when the car fucking blew up, like, her little simulation thing was just over. <laughs> and that was fucking cool. And also when the guy also controlled... Um, when Roth controlled the ship, that was fucking cool, too. That that technology was fucking dope as hell. Damn. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with... Who is this? Uh, Gion. The stealth jet. Cause that was actually pretty. Oh, Cause yeah. it ran in different modes. It had like a, it had the stealth mode, but it could run silent as well. Like it could be right next to you, hovering, and you wouldn't know until it decloaked. I which is fucking dope. I can't wait to see Tony Stark and Shuri meet up. That's just oh. gonna like in Shuri's lab or something. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fucking hilarious. The jokes are gonna be great. Probably. Yeah, that, that fucking ship is so much better than what Agents of Shields have. <laughs> they, they barely learn how to cloak their shit. <laughs> God damn. Um, damn. I lost my train of thought. You know, another thing that I wanted to see in the movie, but they didn't have, was uh, his energy, his energy weapons. Like mm-hmm. he used like zero of them in the in the movie. I thought that was kind of weird. Um, Would you classify uh, Shuri's Panther things as kind of them or no? No, because he has these like he has daggers and spears and shit that are energy weapons that are like he uses them a lot. Okay, and he uses them at all in this movie, which I mean it's okay. I mean they already explained like the progression of tech, so yep. I mean I, I kind of get it, but. Hopefully he uses them in the next one. Yeah. So, because I mean they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty important, especially when he goes to like war, war. Because yeah. yeah, 
I did like the vibranium shoes, which are <clears throat> definitely have been part of his. Oh. Uh, yeah, but then I was pissed though because like in the movie, I was I was like listening, and you could like hear him walking ah, in the fucking suit. I was like, you motherfuckers, can you like not make a sonic? But you know what's funny is that if you go back and watch, uh, so was it Civil War? Yeah, that he was in. Uh huh. Yeah, like you don't hear his footsteps. Okay, that's but for cool. some reason, this one you could. Like when he was walking, he has a suit on and he's walking up some steps, and you could hear him. Like, motherfuckers, man. Yeah, <laughs> the details, y'all. Details, yeah. right. you know, one of my favorite lines that Shuri says is like, because um, uh, to uh, Black Panther, he he tells her like, oh, you know, everything's working. Like, why do you need to improve on it? And she's all, just because it's working properly doesn't mean it can't be improved on. I'm like, love that. Mm. That's that's the sign of a fucking like intelligent person. Just because it's not broken, you can definitely make shit better. Hell, oh. fucking yes. Yeah. True engineer. Them fucking rhinos though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, damn. I thought they were just pets, and then all of a sudden they have fucking armor and shit. I yeah. was like, damn. Vibranium armor. Yep. Which is fucked up. Um, yeah, but Michonne was like, "Please, motherfucker. dude." That that scene, like, I actually, I actually forgot that she was dating the guy that trained the rhinos. Well, yeah. So when she like stabbed the thing and told him to stop, I was like, "Damn, Michonne's bad as fuck." And then I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. She's dating dude." Yeah. yeah. Well, they're married and they shouldn't be married, but that's yeah. the thing. Because mm. normal logic shouldn't have a relationship with somebody else, but. Definite change, and I noticed that too. Yeah, but especially the leader of the Dormer Logic. Yeah, right. straight up general. Like, come on now. Yeah, I mean, uh, liberties have been taken in all of these MCU movies. Liberties have been taken. Um, someone was talking about the connective tissue between this and the rest of the MCU. What do you think connected this the most to the rest so, of the MCU? So I love the fact that this picked up right where Civil War left off. Yeah, that like was a, a week later. Yeah. Yeah, One was, week later. That was great. But I got to give some shade to Marvel because historically because we had three movies in 2017 and already one in 2018. That's four straight movies. There's been no Infinity Gems. There's been no cameos or appearances of Thanos whatsoever. I know Infinity War is coming, but we all thought, I think if you rewind the tape, so either Guardians or Ragnarok yeah. or this one was going to have some Thanos or some Infinity Gems. We all predicted this. We have no setup for Infinity War. I'm fairly certain the Soul Gem is in Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah, a lot of people assume. I mean, it'll probably start with that. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason why Thanos would come to Wakanda. I hear you. He's probably missing the Black Order there to get it. Yep. But we've seen nothing. Nothing to indicate it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a minor the, annoyance. I know, I guess, because I was going to say in the trailer for Infinity War, there's a scene where they're all kind of running, where it's like Steve Rogers, there's the Hulk, yeah, and the, all of them running. And I, I, I kind of got the impression it was maybe Wakanda, but. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, just. It doesn't. It's hard to tell right now, just because since the Hulk is there. Wait, is actually the Hulk in that? Yeah, he's in. Yeah, okay, he's yeah. In, it's like it's like there's a lot of them there because it's Hulk, Black uh, Widow, Black Widow uh, War Machine, Witch. Bucky, um, Black Panther. Uh, Hulk. Everybody, almost yeah, everybody. almost everybody. The only one that's not there is uh, Tony. Is Tony pretty much? And there's a scene with the Hulkbuster armor. He may show up. I can't tell if that's in Wakanda or not. Where you see the Hulkbuster arm and there's a city behind it. I'm just saying they have a lot to do to set up Infinity War. Yeah. We don't know Thanos really in the in the MCU. I know everybody is ignoring that. It's like, oh, they'll figure it out, they'll figure it out. And I trust Marvel. I do. But they got a lot to set up. And is it it's a two parter, right? Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, it will be a two parter. All so right. the second part will be like you but I mean, but we're gonna have other MCU <clears throat> movies before the next part comes out. That's true. Because we will we will see We'll see Ant-Man this year, which will be after Infinity War. 
Oh, that, yeah. That, that's so that's in July. That's a trip. And Infinity War is in May. That's a couple months later. That's yeah. weird. Okay. And then we'll we'll probably see Captain Marvel before we see the next Infinity movie. Yeah. You know what's kind of dope? Um, the last battle scene where like the uh, they're fighting within Wakanda and the people who are... Um, like their cloaks or whatever was like fucking shields, and they that. were like using that shit to like like to round up the uh, the kings. I can't remember what they're called. The the, the ladies that are the guarding the, the guardian of the king. Yeah, just that scene right there was pretty fucking dope. But then once the the gorilla tribe showed up and started wrecking shit, man, I, that fight scene was probably the best fight scene in Marvel history, in my opinion. One. I love that one. Uh, someone, there's another uh, question from the chat. Wait, wait, I have to reset the. Hmm? I gotta restart the stream, so oh. we'll answer your question in one second. We'll be right fucking back. Okay, so we're gonna restart the stream for everybody else that's in the chat. For those of you who are listening, so wait, I I got a question for you guys. Okay. Um, so in the in the beginning, the very first scene of the movie starting, did you get the impression that you're about to watch the trailer to Lion King? No, because <laughs> it started off with like the stars, and then you hear like a, a deep bit, voice, a like bit, yeah. "This is our kingdom." And James Earl Jones, yeah, and they were like kind of explaining like how Wakanda got the the meteor. It, they talked about how the meteor crashed onto Earth, yep. and just that scene right there, I was like, "Oh, I, I was even telling the sweetness." I was like, "Oh shit, this is the the live action trailer for Lion King," <laughs> and the fucking movie started. I was like, um, "Yeah, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, what, that's pretty funny. What's this theater troll thing that we have here? Who experienced theater trolls? Well, it's not the experience of it. It's just in the news that people are claiming that they've been attacked oh, this while person. watching the movie, which turns out to be fake and bullshit oh, and people shit. messing with uh, makeup and shit. Yeah. Because they did Funny. that shit, too, for like a, there was like a rally for Trump. And some woman said that or there was a picture going around and a woman apparently was attacked by people that hated Trump. But it turned out that the woman was like some actress who was auditioning for or she was going to be in like some zombie movie. So <laughs> it was all special effects. So it was it was some fucking bullshit. Yeah, there you go. You st- did it restart? Yeah, yeah, restart. But, okay. What but was that, speaking what was of that question. What I was going to say, speaking of the trolls real quick, like I was at AMC theater and um, there, there was a group of black folks who were in the theater that we go. didn't buy movie tickets. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they so snuck in. They, they snuck in. And, uh, yeah, like, uh, the person whose seats they belong to came in. It's like, oh, hey, these are my seats. They're, like, showing it off. And you can tell, like, these people did not pay for the tickets because they went to the very fucking front. Like, they didn't, yeah, they kept really jumping around. Though. Really, so it was really funny. And it, it was funny because it was, like, a couple. It was, like, a guy and a girl. I was like, come on, bro. Come <laughs> on, man. You can't split $40 for tickets because movie tickets are fucking official. Fucking please, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody was asking about the after credit scenes. Ah. Oh. What do we think? Uh, I stayed after all of it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of the the first one was the one where they announced the UN. Yeah, the UN. Okay, yeah, I mean, they're gonna show up a whole bunch more tech because the guy from I think it was like Italy or France or some shit. Like they don't have tech like Wakanda has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last one was almost kind of like a throwaway one, wasn't it? Well, yeah, with the last Bucky. one was with Bucky. Yeah. Okay, no, Bucky. that one actually was really significant because the white they called him White Tiger, right? Yeah. White Wolf. White, white Wolf. Wo- okay, so the White Wolf is actually significant in Black Panther like ethos or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Because uh, the actual white wolf is T'Challa's adopted brother. Mm-hmm. And mm. he actually is kind of like, he leads the, uh, I think it's the Hat- Hatut Zarazi. I might yeah. be saying the fucking name wrong. War dogs. Yeah. And uh, he's a really prominent character yep. in the books. So Let me, Well, because I was expecting Bucky to take over the Captain America mantle. He still could. So if he takes, um, no, I, guess I don't think he will. 
But in the comics, he does, right? Yeah, he does for he's, a little as bit. U.S. agent, maybe, but yeah. No, oh, he's yeah. cap. He's cap for a little bit. Was he really? Yeah, he was cap for a little bit when Steve Rogers was mm. supposed to be dead, and so did so did uh, fuck Falcon. Uh, well, and also, what's the name? Uh, the chick from um, uh, Luke Cage, not Luke Cage. Misty Knight. Yeah, Misty Knight, because she becomes Captain for. Oh no, I think she just becomes she. She gets a bionic arm. Yeah, she gets a bionic. Does she become the Winter Soldier? No, no, no. no. She, had the, she actually had that arm before Winter Soldier did. Yep. And yeah, and Bucky now has no arm. Or yeah. One arm. Well, his arm got blown off in Civil War. So. They'll make him a new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll make him a vibranium, vibranium one. Vibranium one. There we go. Yeah, well, you see. Uh, you can't the... give a colonizer some fucking vibranium. <laughs> uh, well, you see in the trailer for Infinity War, he has two arms. There we so, go. So we'll see what happens. All right, do we want to give our final rating on this bad boy? Or are there any other last questions? Um, well, one quick thing, like, I actually really like how, because I thought the main villain was going to be, uh, the white dude, what's his name? Claw. Claw. I thought with he was mix- going to be the main fucking villain, but then, like, once him and, and Killmonger, or once Killmonger shot at him and killed him off, I was like, um, holy shit, this is not going to be the movie I thought was going to mm-hmm. happen. But when he became, like, the main villain of the, of the movie, and once, and it was also cool, because once he took off his shirt and you saw, like, the markings, because those are, like like traditional african markings that they do when they well i guess in the movie they whenever he kills somebody he cuts himself to get that little marking but i know in african um history that that's something that a bunch of tribes do they'll cut themselves to get those markings on their bodies scarification yeah there we go um there's a couple of bs and bti questions related to the movie do we want to talk we can tackle them sure you, you tackle them now yeah, go go. so one of them is from derek who's asked this question twice uh, who has the better tech? As, let me, let me ask again. Who has the better tech, Asgard or Wakanda? I'm Ooh. going with Wakanda. I'm going with Wakanda. Asgard doesn't really... They don't really show too much of their tech. Oh, well, technically, they, their magic is tech. Well, But they have actual tech, too. I mean, they have flying fucking cars and mm-hmm. all kind of crazy shit, but uh, Wakanda got to be... Especially... When, I mean, I know Uru Metal is uh, pretty important because it's like basically a dwarf star or whatever, but... Uh, it's not going to stop vibranium. You can hit, uh, you can use Uru to hit vibranium. It's perfectly fine, as you saw in the movies. Once mm. I saw Hella break Mjolnir like it wasn't shit, you know, uh, I'm yeah, I'm going Wakanda. Well, y- you can see Thor hit Cap's shield, which is vibranium, and it doesn't break. Yep. With Mjolnir, what? it's like a blend, though. Still. Yeah. Still. Yeah. All right, everybody. Um, what else we got? The I'm other going one. Too. So the other one is. From me, so I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, the hashtag on Twitter about Killmonger being right. Mm. So it's mainly the question was when he talks about Wakanda being absent while there's all these atrocities, especially to uh, displaced Africans, and they did nothing about it. And he is promoting that we could Wakanda could have armed all these people. And they could have been freed or started a revolution or taken over. Well, yeah, I mean, that that was the whole thing about the movie, right? But they... they I understand, like, Wakanda's deal, right? Because they didn't want to colonize. Like, that's why they kind of made fun of the colonizers. Because their whole thing was basically non-aggression. Like, don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. Um, what happened to people that got taken out of Africa? They just figured, you know, they don't want to start some kind of international incident and get into some drawn-out war if they didn't come onto their land. So I can understand both points of view, um, but I mean they're opening up now, so you know they are now. But was Killmonger right? Would think I mean obviously things would have been different, especially since Wakanda had 
the tech for centuries. Well, his motivations, right? Because what happened to him? Because he got he got yeah. fucked over. He know? did. He got fucked. Because yeah. especially because they they literally did not help their own, and that was fucked up. Because he was he's half Wakandan. Yep. So. I, I'm gonna say Killmonger's methods were atrocious because he was literally killing innocent people. Um, so I can't fully go with he being him being right. I think I have to go back to Nakia. What she did and was saying, which is very similar to Killmonger in terms of helping people, mm-hmm. was right. So Nakia was right. Killmonger was half right. That's my take. Hey, any means necessary. That's what Mike um, Beck said. Damn, yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't get with the the you know the killing of like truly innocent yeah. folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, That's kill, That was the one thing that Killmonger admitted he was willing to kill anyone that got in his way, including people from Wakanda, which he was trying to get back to. Yeah. In order to achieve this world domination ruled by from Wakanda type thing. I mean, Killmonger is the reason why we still haven't heard Claw's mixtape. He's, you know, oh, yeah. damn. Fucking Ross had to stop it and shit. He was like, yeah. he's like, he was like, you want to, you want the SoundCloud account? <laughs> that show's fucking great. Damn. What you got? So, yeah. uh, for me, I, I would, I would like what you guys were saying. Like, yeah, like Killmonger had the right idea. Like, yeah, Wakanda should have been able to like use their technology. But I mean, look at what happens when America helps out different countries, and you end up with like, I guess like with terrorists using the weapons that we gave them against us. So. It's like it's not it's it's a hard question to to answer because you know because technology can be used for the wrong ways like you can you, you can like what the was claw like he had that fucking arm that was used for drilling and he turned that shit into a weapon so True. it's like anything that wakanda could give to the people they can always just turn around and make it into a weapon all right if you give it to tony stark he's gonna pay this fucking suit so <laughs> look at vulture in homecoming that was mm-hmm. an example of using weapons, obviously, and, you know, converting them into even more powerful, uh, egregious weapons with bad guys. True. Yeah, I think Killmonger just, he became a um, megalomaniac, kind of. He he let his his vengeance cloud his judgment. Oh, this is a really good question. So Derek asked, uh, who do you want to be the next baddie in Black Panther 2? And I will tell you hands down, but it will take some. It will basically have to be the next phase of the Marvel Universe. Sure. Will be Namor. Oh yeah. Oh be shit. The fucking perfect villain because what happens during the Namor? I'm sorry, uh, Wakanda versus Atlantis fucking battle is during basically the end of the fucking universe. Yep. Oh, the multiverse, and it's fucking insane. It's probably one of the greatest stories that Marvel has ever told, and uh, that's what I, I really want to see next. They need to introduce Namor, and then. Start doing uh, the Secret Wars thing. I wholeheartedly agree. I would add to that, if not Namor, or maybe Namor in two, and then in the third one, because I, again, I think this is a trilogy. I'd like to see the Doom War too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Doom is a traditionally a Fantastic Four villain. I get all that, and I think someone on Twitter uh, was was kind of basically saying that for most of the standalone movies that are sequels, they try to keep the villains inside the. Um, the mythos like of that character, yeah, yeah. Uh, that character's history. I totally get that. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Thanos is, or not Thanos. Namor is badass. Doctor Doom is badass, and I like how it impacts all of Wakanda. Oh yeah. And Wakanda yeah. doesn't trust T'Challa 
based on some of his decisions in those wars. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was listening to Geek History Wrestling when they did a lesson on uh, Black Panther, and they talked about there's a, there's a comic where Doom tries to find Wakanda so he can get the vibranium, and he actually finds it. Yep. But the way he gets there is he goes fucking underground to get to Wakanda, and I guess there's a... There's like a, a a hidden city underneath a hidden city. So there's like a, I think it's what you mentioned. It's Necropo- a necropolis. Yeah. So he like goes underground to try to get to Wakanda, but like there's a giant fight scenes that happen between those two, which is kind of crazy. But uh, like I don't know many of Black Panther villains other than uh, Namor. But for me, when I was watching the movie, I was like, man, I really hope they somehow able to get Storm in this to, to see <laughs> those two get married. That should be fucking epic. That would be cool. Cool. But yeah, we'll we'll we will see. Uh, overall, oh, ratings. Oh, did you give a villain? Oh, uh, I don't know that much of Black Panther's villains. I mean, but uh, I do know some of the stories with him and Namor because some of the best lines I I read briefly from that when uh, T'Challa tells uh, he beats the shit out of Namor. <laughs> And he tells him like, uh, "You breathe when I allow it," or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, Holy I love those shit! Lines. You're only lo- you're only breathing because it is my mercy, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Every every, every breath you take is mercy from me. Yeah. That was. His I think line. he says that to Claw too. But oh like, my god! On the same fucking team. Yep. That's yeah. the crazy part about it is that they're on the same team, but their countries are are at war together. Yep. It's fucking crazy. Super great hatred. All right, let's do final reviews on this. Uh, Blue, what you got? Final number. Hard number. One to ten. What is it? I'm going to give it like... 9.25? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, I might... I want to give it a ten because it was... Oh, go ahead. It was It was probably one of the best movies of all time, if not the best. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a ten. It was right, really it is. The first, and So this like, is the first ten on the show. Yeah, well, I'm, I was, was going to say like... I'm actually going to go see it again, and it's rare for me to go see a movie twice in fucking theater. Like, I'll watch it on Blu-ray once it come out, but, like, seeing it in the theater again. Not bootleg yeah. on not Cody. Not bootleg, nope. <laughs> not on Cody. I'm not going to hit up the guy by the fucking Little Caesars. Give me a little, get his mixtape on top of the fucking, the movie. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm going to go back to the theater and watch it again. Mm, it, it's funny because my, uh, my, my little brother, uh, I'm going to call him Hidden Dragon. He's, he's actually, he went to go watch it again tonight. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it again, probably probably this weekend. All right, Carlos, what you got? I will concur with Blue. Oh, another ten? Yeah, I, I realized that you know I have my complaints about it, but they're like little bullshit nerd complaints. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I give it a ten for over over the th- when they started really delving into like why didn't you help the world and help black people especially? I was like, damn. And the quote at the end that Killmonger had, like, just fucking punched me in the soul. I was mm-hmm. like, damn. But then, like, on top of that, too, the fucking soundtrack went yeah. perfect with this fucking movie. Like, all the scenes, like, once the movie started playing, you knew some shit was about to happen. Yep. So, yeah, this fucking soundtrack was dope as fuck. Yeah, the soundtrack's fucking sick. <clears throat> oh, Ninja, what you got? Uh, I'm going to give it a 9.75. Ooh. Yeah. There, I, I had, like... Very few gripes, like Cronus said, but there's. I just needed more Killmonger cutting his way to Wakanda. Then it would have been a perfect ten for me. Yeah, right. I understand that. All right, I'm gonna give it a. I'm, man, I got the lowest one. I got the nine point five. On okay, you. okay, okay. Then, uh, I almost gave it nine point five, but I, it's it's up there. Yeah, for me. This Saw it twice. It's the first time we're all within like a half a point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, is Stitch in the chat? Can yeah, can he was. His? Okay. I, I think he left. Well, we'll get his, we'll, yeah, we'll find out next week because he'll be back. So wait, before we, so I had, I had a theory before we change gears. Go ahead. All right. 
So, you know how the director of this movie, he's always had Michael B. Jordan in all, yes. in all three of his movies? Yes. Well, he's had more than three movies, right? I he's had four. Well, he's, had the ones. he's had four. But these are like three okay. big, okay. Yeah, big time movies. But, uh, okay, so here's my theory. So, my theory is the guy who got murdered at Bart at uh, Fruitville Station. <laughs> Oscar Grant. <laughs> Oscar Grant. That it was actually, it never really happened. It was a setup to try to recruit him because they knew that his father was Wakandan. Oh, so they oh. they faked his death and then trained him. And and when he does Creed, that was him like building up his skills on like fighting and stuff like that. Oh, shit. And then eventually he comes into Black Panther, and then that's when he becomes Killmonger. And he, it is already after he's killed people and done this all different kind of shit for him to take over Wakanda. So that all this other shit can happen. It's a shared universe. Yeah, like I mean, it. it's the same fucking universe. <laughs> Bam. I can't. I can't. And look, wait. Jokes. And then also, um, um, plus, plus. <laughs> no, because um, the Fruitville guy. I can't, I can't remember Oscar his name. Grant. Oscar Grant. He lives in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. So it I all. Mean, <laughs> it Creed, all comes Creed together. Creed was in Philly, but I'm, I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's all right. that's all right. Well, that's where he trained at. So there you go. <laughs> he was taken from his family. Yeah, wasn't he? Actually, was living in L.A. So it's. There you go. Yeah. All right. Wasn't okay. that with his mom? Was in LA? Yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah. Before he went to Philly for this. Stuff. Actually, I think what's name was from Hayward. Uh, yeah, but I mean the yeah, yeah the yeah. event had occurred in Oak. It's still Bay Area. It's still Bay Area. I love it. Rapping. I like your theories. <laughs> Shit, where do we go from here? God damn it. Oh, did everybody see Cloverfield? Yes. yes. No. God damn it. Oh, oh, damn. It's three weeks in a row. Yeah. That was a rock, paper, scissors moment right there. Rock, paper, scissors. No. Oh. First of all, all right, there was SF Beer Week. All right. Oh, so yeah. I wasn't watching shit. Uh, I was going to be too drunk. All right. God. Oh, well, we can cover the last bit of the SF Beer Week. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So SF Beer Week, once again, you know, I took the whole week off. I know the last podcast, it was in like half the week when I was, you know, doing it. But on Thursday, I had a really good time. Uh, went out with uh, uh, Oh Ninja. You were there. I was there. Showed a part uh, for most of it. Uh, yeah, I was there three days total. There was only one day, one or two days I couldn't make. One day I didn't make because I had to work. The other day I didn't make because we had the podcast and I shit to do. But yes, yeah, so Thursday was awesome uh, because on Thursday we, I started my day off at S Twenty uh, First Amendment in mm. San Francisco, which is a, another car punch. Yeah, I had to, <laughs> so that, it was uh, so during SF Beer Week. So the the week, the month of February, is also a strong beer month for Twenty First Amendment and uh, Magnolia Brewing, which I'm holding up the glass right now because I, I completed it in a couple days. Nice. Um, so they give you a punch card. Of, I think it's like ten beers, and they're all over eight percent alcohol. And so if you can put that punch card in the month of February, you get a free glass. Well, it's not a free glass. You paid for it, obviously. But <laughs> you get a glass. There you go. So uh, one year I did it in two days, which that was rough. That's a lot of This year I did it in, uh, I think, three or four days. Okay. So, But I drank four of those beers at the start of my day at Tony vs. Amendment on Thursday. Were they good? I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, there's only one that was like really fucking strong. I think it was called like Sailor's Warning or something like that. It tasted like fucking super strong alcohol. Okay. But I finished it. And it's, they, it's so strong they serve it in a fucking wine glass. Goddamn. So, because it's like 11.2 or maybe 12 or something like that. It, it tastes like it. So, it was strong. <laughs> Rubbing so, alcohol. Yeah, so after that we went to, uh, went to a place called Zeitgeist which is one of the grimiest, best fucking bars <laughs> in San Francisco. Uh, if y'all haven't had a chance to go, uh, it's my highest recommendation for a bar in the city is Zeitgeist. It's great. Wow. It, it's a grimy-ass looking bar, but the bathrooms are actually pretty clean, nice. which okay. is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Hold on, but they have false advertising because they have an arcade of Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter, and it's really metal slow. Yeah, that pissed me <laughs> off. Uh, I was, that was bad. 
Um, but yeah, cool bar. And then after that, we went to a, a new place for me. It was called a St- Standard Deviant Brewery. Oh, yeah. And when I walked in, we're, get, we're walking up to get beer, and there was a guy with a megaphone. And he walked up to me, and he was like, uh, you want to get on, get in on this Pac-Man tournament? Oh, okay. Like, Fuck yeah, I do. I'm, I'm good at Pac-Man. Like, I'm legit good. This but is I, still in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I was, I was, I was kind of drunk. So, <laughs> and I just kept drinking. So uh, I won the first, like, match. So I got into the semifinals. And then I beat the guy who actually was a champion from last year. Nice. But then I fuck. I, then I lost to this uh, this Asian chick, and she uh, she ended up getting second place. Okay. And so after like uh, this, uh, I was fuck, if I was sober, I, d- I would have beat everybody. <laughs> I definitely beat everybody because like w- the way I died, I didn't somebody didn't kill me. A fucking ghost got me because I went the wrong direction because mm. I was drunk. <laughs> but afterwards, I asked the the girl who beat me. I was like, "Yo, can we play again? Because I want to know if like you know if you're just like legit or if, you know if I just fucked up." So we played oh, yeah, again, dude. and I beat her. I was like, "God damn it!" Nah. <laughs> so, but it was a uh, it was a fun night. Uh, did it, it like when you when you won? Did like a, a extra life coin fall off the fucking the, like the, the cabinet? Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, it's the extra life. Yeah, that's a. Nah, I'm not gonna spoil that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it too, but you're right. We shouldn't spoil it. <laughs> um, Read the book, goddammit. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it was a great night. Even uh, Bunny Man came out. Nice to, to hang out. So I actually drove us home, and so did my niece. Okay, so she okay. came out too. It was great. I, I knew I said I was going to do my whole vlog thing for the week, but uh, I didn't. So there you go. <laughs> How about that? I was uh, I was drinking and I was having fun and uh, I fucking forgot. Yeah, so fuck about it. And actually, when I was going to do it, I was in Zeitgeist and I started pulling my equipment to like skin some B-roll. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, you can't record in here. And he's like, look up. And it was like literally behind a fucking sign that said, you can't video record. And one other guys that worked there was like, well, you know, people smoke weed in here sometimes. And I was like, motherfucker, it's legal here. Yeah. yeah. It don't fucking matter. Well, it's hella it, funny because he didn't catch, at work, I guess. He didn't catch me on Snapchat because I was Snapchatting the shit. Well, out of nah. everybody else is like using their phones and shit, and like videotaping, yeah. obviously videotaping. But I guess like I had like an actual like camera, camera, camera. yeah, you know, so. like 4K. Fucking yeah. people would zoom in and shit. Like, oh shit, that's Mike from work. Telling, telling them. Good shit. Yeah, uh, next year, next oh. year, I'm gonna definitely try to make out for the week. So going out, I got to meet the guy who creates Love and Warren. Okay. The, uh, it's a uh, animated series. I guess you can watch on YouTube right now. He's going to possibly on, be on the cast sometime soon. He's actually a really cool guy, and uh, he actually lives out uh, in our area. Plug, so, yeah. plug it, so. plug it a little bit. Like, tell us what is Love and Warren. Uh, Instagram is fucking hilarious. You, you want me to say? Cause I yeah, because you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it, but. Yeah, so Love and Warren, it's about uh, a Cupid that is a bad Cupid, and him trying to help out uh, a guy named Warren. And uh, the first episode, well, it's like not even really an episode, it's like a kind of a short. It's like, think about how, uh, this is going to be, it's going to age me, obviously, and most people, if you can understand this, but if you ever watched the first scene of South Park when it was Jesus versus... The devil? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. Maybe it wasn't Jesus. It was like the Santa Claus one. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, like a yeah, super yeah. short. It was, it was Santa Claus versus Jesus, right? Wasn't I think it? So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that, that's like that. It's like his very first one that's out there. Okay. And that's what's out now. It's not even an episode. It's not even a fucking pilot. Gotcha. It's just his first thing. It's basically about how Cupid is telling a story about how he got Romeo and Juliet together. Okay. And, and how he fucked it up. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. He has this whole like thing. If you go to a Love and Warren, Love and Warren. Uh, on Twitter, he has this whole like hashtag Bad Cupid says, okay, or just hashtag Bad Cupid, and they're really hilarious things. We retweeted a few of them. Um, great guy, and you know what's funny? I do jujitsu with the guy, and I didn't know that he was doing this thing until one day he approached me. He's like, "Yo, I'm doing this, you know, this new project," and he showed it to me. So I saw like all this being built before like the like the public stuff. Okay, and so I, it, 
I thought it was funny even before it all came out, but he's being talked to by like Netflix and all these other people. Nice, and, big uh, time. Comedy Central. So yeah, um, I hope he gets picked up. Um, but we're gonna definitely have him on the show uh, in the next probably two or three weeks. Excellent. So, we'll have him in the studio, right? In the studio. That's good. Um, actually, if if um, if stitches out next week, we'll have him on next week. Perfect. For like a thirty minute interview, we we'll talk about him and like the whole process and shit. Great dude. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, looking awesome. at the animation style, it it makes me kind of think of. Um, Oh, what's in that show? The one with the animation that was almost like real world. They had the Foxy Brown drawn chick. Together. Yeah, drawn oh, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it makes me think of that. Yeah, I actually got to talk to him about his production and their process and like what they're using software-wise to make their stuff. And uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's not a huge team, but they're doing the work out there. And uh, it's not easy, especially when you're doing it yourself. But he's got a lot of content out there. I like it. Yeah, and especially like his whole social media campaign. Like he's been like killing it on social media lately. Um, we could actually probably learn a lot from him as far as like social media goes. So, okay, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. he's a cool. If he's a cool ass guy. guy. We'll he's... have some good questions for his ass. Um, good shit. I want to switch it up just a little bit. Thickness is upon us. Oh, <laughs> Nelly, goddamn frittato. Everybody remembers her. Clean thickness. Early two thousand, she had a whole string of fucking hits and shit. Uh, one of them was uh, I'm like a bird. Yeah. But that bird is an ostrich. Mm. And that bird is thick. Super Has thick. Has everybody seen her? Oh, of in course. The, in the chat. Okay. I damn near fell out of my chair when I saw this figure. Like, I almost thought it was, I thought it wasn't real. Like, I had this. Photoshop. Yeah, I thought it may have been Photoshop, but then it was actually a video. I'm like, okay, yeah, Nelly. She got some thickness on her now. Yeah. Because she was real thin, like 100 oh, yeah. pounds back like, in the early tiny. 2000s. Like, and, the wind, if you sneeze, she would just fucking go flying away. Yep. I like, she had that one hit with Timberland. She had a couple, oh, yeah. Oh, she had a. Well, she was part of that crew. Yeah, because Timberland, Timberland produced one of her albums. But she also had, like, I'm Like a Bird. And um, she had the one uh, Promiscuous Girl. Yeah. That was, was the one. Dope. That, that was, was the one they were right. popping in the club and shit. With the brown pants. Yeah. Uh-huh. She just, but she, again, she looked bad then. I think she's thick bad now. I like it all. You she know has I mean? her back in the day. Yep. Show the, show the chat. Show the oh, chat. I'll try to find. Well, if it would, like, resolve. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Mm-mm-mm. But anyway, it, it just, it hit the internet, and at least it, in terms everyone of our, went, Everyone went crazy. Our circle of friends went <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't know about uh, everybody else. Oh, no, everyone else, because it popped up on, like, because uh, I have, like, News Republic, which pulls articles from around the world, That's and the sure enough, it popped up, <clears throat> saw everyone's losing their mind about Nelly Furtado. I was like, what's going on about Nelly? she die or something? And I saw the thickness. I was like, oh! Well, damn! Like it's it's crazy because like she she was like like pencil thin, she's and then short. all of a sudden she got like hips and fucking thighs and. Well, she, she's tiny she's too. She popped out a couple kids. I'm thinking, right? Mm, I, I know she has oh, one kid. Can. I can tell you that shit right now. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's tiny too. She's like five two or some shit. Yeah, I just uh, and I think what is she Portuguese or Mediterranean? Something, something. like that. Something. Uh, yeah, she's Portuguese and uh, Canadian. There you go. All I know is I heard thickness. I saw thighs. Oh man, those are some good ones. I go especially <laughs> in the green dress. <laughs> you almost busted all over. Yeah, so this is uh how skinny she was, and what she looks like now. And this actually, this dress isn't a very flattering dress, but no. I, this is from like a couple years ago. Yeah. So if you're where's the recent ones at though? Uh, there's like a video too, isn't there? Not there is. Um, for those of you who are like listening and not able to view. Uh, let's see if we can get maybe a picture attached to whatever. 
or you can just watch this on YouTube. Yeah. Look watch at the it on top. YouTube. Or you, you do a quick Google search. What's the yeah. yeah, that too. Do a quick Google search on Nelly Furtado. Then and now, or like Nelly Furtado 2018 versus Nelly Furtado, what, 2002? Yep. You'll see the thickness. Why can't I find the one that was fr- that I posted to you guys? This is fucking I bullshit. have no idea. I don't know. No idea what to tell you. While you're looking for that, um, Fergie had a bad, bad Sunday. I did not <laughs> listen to any of this. I saw the replay of just her fucking wailing out the national anthem at the All-Star Game in is, L.A. Is that what that was? That was her attempt at it. I thought it was a bird, like, dying. Oh, my God. Yeah, that one with the brown. Oh, so we're, we're, we're oh, going her back spinning. to Nelly. Furtado. Not Whoa. Nelly. Yeah. Not Nelly, Nelly. Nelly Furtado. Oh, my favorite oh, gift. Oh, that cup how. <laughs> where did that where did that come from because if you go back and see like her earlier like when she was younger like she didn't she didn't have a booty i'm not where the hell that come from i'm not complaining I I'm, not, I'm not complaining either but i don't know but that's thickness god extra thick damn cuffed up with that Woo! um but yeah fergie's ass uh everybody was fucking clowning double her. cheeked up double cheeked up on <laughs> thursday <Nah. laughs> uh, tt uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I heard the fucking clip. Fergie sounded like a fucking hot mess. Like she was wailing like some well, jazz was, bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, why are you trying to change the national anthem in fucking jazz? What the fuck's wrong with you? Get the fuck out of here. Especially for an all-star game. Yeah. Like, there's more eyes on you, you yeah, know? Not traditional, goddammit. <laughs> well, for me, like, I, I heard it today, and I could see where she was trying to, she was trying to do, like, a little, little, put a little spin on it. But, like, yeah, the national anthem is probably, like, one of the hardest songs to sing. From experience, I know. <laughs> we got it on video, we know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, there's... Like, the National Anthem is one of the hardest songs to sing for any vocalist artist. But, like, if you try to put even even little tiny little twang or something on there, people are going to fucking roast you. Like, that's mm-hmm. one song you can't fucking try to put your, your spin on it. Because people are going to fucking hate you forever. Or if you don't know all the words. If you don't or, know all the words. Or, or if they didn't say play ball. I was redeemed. I was redeemed with that line because that shit kind of made me more famous. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this about her ass. I've never actually really respected her like singing ability all that much. I like some of her songs with the Black Eyed Peas and shit. And the Black Eyed Peas, for those who don't know, uh, they were a group long before Fergie. Oh, yeah. Didn't have the success until she joined them, and then they became this mega group and whatnot. But just vocally, I've never really, like, been impressed. You know what I mean? I don't, well, I don't think she has. She's been it. all right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call her, like, the best singer, but she's all That's right. What, I'm saying only yeah. for singing. You yeah, know yeah. Like, I, I would, I would, prior to this, I wouldn't hear her songs be like, oh, she can't sing. No. Nah. But I also wouldn't say she's Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, no, Or no. Christina yeah, or Adele yeah. or any of those greats, you know? Well, it's interesting that they would go with Furry because, like, you know, I, I guess maybe she has an album coming out, but, like, you would probably get somebody, like, bigger for an all-star game to perform. Well, she's going to be on, uh, what is it, The Voice, I think? Oh, really? She's going to be a judge? I think so. I okay. think she, yeah, yeah. Or one of those so. kind of shows. She's definitely a judge on one of those shows. You still got to so. nail it, though. I mean, like, even if you just do a very straight-laced version of it, you, you gotta, gotta you gotta hit the notes. Hold on, you gotta bring it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it just wasn't cutting out, man. It's a no for me. Well, it's, it's, a little, it's a little pitchy for me, dog. <laughs> wow, that's a really good fucking yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah. Like Holy it, shit! Like Cronus has found his fucking calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have some folk that come in the studio and sing for us. Oh, uh, with a black couch. Holy shit! <laughs> with the black couch. <laughs> God, God damn! Like, trying to get us wait, all on a couch. You, you see that episode of Black Mirror? 
Oh, but the couch? No. It was no couch, but uh, so there's an episode of Black Mirror where it's a talent show. And like people oh, are yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. like work out and you and when you work out like like I guess so the premise I got from the show was that there was no more power, so they had people like doing like riding bikes to build a power to do certain things. Yeah. And you get credits for how many how much wattage or voltage or some shit you put into the into the grid. Well if you get to like a certain amount, you can buy your you can buy a ticket so you can be on a reality show. Oh, sure. And it's almost like American Idol. So this one chick, she goes on there and she wants to be a singer, but oh, oh my god. The first, the, the, there's a black dude on this. So there's three judges, and the black guy's like, yo, man, all I can think about since you came out was some fucking titties. How about you show them goddamn titties? Nice. And this chick fucking came out, song her fucking heart out. Dude was like, yeah, I can, all I can imagine is a fucking dick in your mouth this whole entire time. Yeah. Dude, all so bad. she ends up doing porn. Cause oh, shit. You, <laughs> it's casting you, couch. Yeah, you can, you can, like, you can become a singer, you can become a TV specialist, or you or can a become a star. porn star. Oh, no, wait, it was, it was a singer. On, on the game show, because there's a game show like kind of like a Double Dare, or you could be on the porn. Yeah, Those yeah. Three. Yeah, so that's just, hilarious. I need to see that one. Yeah, you need to, that. It's literally the second episode ever made. For and it's series. with the same dude from um, Get Out. From Get Out. Oh, yeah. shit. God yeah. damn it. Uh, why don't you, Kronos, uh, aren't there some people who need to hear about certain products and services that are important you, you to gotta us? You set me up better for this, bro. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta write some shit down and pass it over to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to pass notes. Uh, we, what's we, this real quick? Go ahead. Before we go into this, uh, someone posted about the list of top. Uh, oh yeah, so this is the top MCU villains. Yeah, so on from Nerdist, they posted up today the top Marvel movie villains rankings, what and they, they they put up twenty of them. Uh, just I, do the I, top five. Actually, I only see eight. Oh no, I, there's tw- there's. I think there's 18. I see 18. Yeah, there's 18, but like I was just gonna look at the first top five. We'll do top 10 real quick. God damn it. Well, top 10 is quick. So right. number. Well, 10. before you do that, how about we hear a little bit from our sponsors? Yeah. Sure. This is no setup at all. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> totally y'all natural just, conversation. Y'all Very just natural. drop drop the bomb. <laughs> so this next portion of our podcast is gonna be brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is basically a mystery box service that is like Comic Con in a box. What they will do is they ship to you a, a box full of random goodies. Like a t-shirt, some kind of figurine, stuff like that. If you look in the background, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, which you should be, mm-hmm. um, you will see a whole bunch of stuff from Loot Crate. Here close to us, we have a Shining Gundam. We have a nice uh, tableau scene from tableau. Westworld. You like that? You like that? That's a fucking fancy word, tableau. <laughs> Just saying. From uh, from Westworld. It's pretty dope. Um, I, I love the service. They have all kinds of different theme crates, like uh, Halo, Loot Gaming. Um, if you're low on money, you can get... Or just don't want to get a bunch of random toys you just want like say shirts or something like that i'm gonna start saying that from now on not just if you're like broke or some, something like that if you just want to get a shirt all right yep. uh you can get loot wear so it's a lower cost service and you'll get uh, just a shirt and uh some other kind of wearable item like uh, socks or gloves or something like that and they have great shirts um that's one of the main reasons why i like getting them to get a you know a shirt every month um that's nerdy um along with their other theme crates they have stranger things star treks uh WWE, Firefly, stuff like that. It's a pretty cool service. And if you have a pet, they also have loot pets. That's what uh, this was Stitch gets. And uh, he loves it. So they'll send you all kinds of stuff for your pet. It's uh, really cool. So if you go to trylootcrate.com forward slash BTI with the promo code of Bridge10, as in a bridge, you're going to walk over in the number 10. You will save yourself 10% on any new subscription. Once again, that is trylootcrate.com forward slash BTI with the promo code of Bridge10. 
as in a bridge you're walking over. And then number 10, to save yourself 10% on any new subscription. And now, on with the show. Nerdist, wait, before, be, wait, before we go over this list, who would you say is your top five Marvel villains so far in the MCU? Uh, does it, hold on, clarifying question. Does Netflix count as MCU or not? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Okay. Uh, gotta be uh, um, Kingpin, Loki, Killmonger. Uh, it drops off from there. Oh, Killgrave, and uh, 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 what was the one from uh, Luke Cage uh, that died? Uh, uh, Cottonmouth. I like Cottonmouth. Or Copper Top or Cottonmouth. Snake Guy. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I'm gonna say um, the Vulture from Spider Man, mm. uh, Killmonger. Uh, the Purple Man from De- uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Um, I, I was gonna say the guy from fucking uh, Black Lightning, but that's DC. Because <laughs> <laughs> that guy, he creeps me the fuck out. Um, Loki, and I would say Tony Stark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. This motherfucker. He does pimp hard. All right, Carlos, what you got? I'm just gonna get four because after that it just gets kind of blurry for me. Uh, Killmonger, Purple Man, Loki, and Kingpin. There you go. Oh, old ninja. Uh, I'm gonna say definitely uh, Killmonger. Well, n- no in particular order, but Killmonger, Loki, um, <clears throat> shit, Vulture, and I'm gonna say Hella. Okay. Oh wow. Tell us. That's the first time we heard that. All right. Dude, she was badass in that she movie. She was though. pretty fucking badass. What's yeah. the top five from Nerdist? Top five top from Nerdist. Top ten. five. Goddamn. We just damn gave it. our five. Fuck your fucking bottom five. Fuck. Five. All right. Number five. Uh, the Vulture. Okay. From Homecoming. Number four. Ego. The Living Planet. Really? Yes. Mm, all right. Number three. Hella from Ragnarok. Wow. Okay. Number two. Killmonger. Okay. Eric Killmonger. Number one, Loki. It's not a bad list. Why is Purple Man not in the top five? He's not. He's not even in the top 18. Are, are they only that's going... Ridiculous. Are they They're only, only going doing movies. movies. Okay, well, that, that's a, clarif- a big clarifying question. So all of them are all movies. No one from any of the TV shows. All right. Because so they, they have Ronan Netflix. the Accuser on here, Eldritch Killian, Justin Hammer. Yeah, because yeah, Killmonger... I mean, not Killmonger. Um, Purple, shit, Man. Purple Man. He fuck. He mentally fuck with you and just got the same goddamn time. Yeah. And don't for, don't sleep on Kingpin. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking brought it too. And then yeah. they have they have like Alexander Pierce from uh, Winter Soldier. Well, who was that? Uh, was Robert Redford. Fucking nobody. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they have Obadiah Stane, which I thought was interesting. He was but, awful. And then uh, I mean, he's a good actor, but he's yeah. yeah. Ultron. That was. I, did, I hated that Ultron. Was weak. Uh, yeah. Ivan Vanko. Yeah. Justin right. Hammer. I said, we said, we Stop said top, five, top five. Stop saying trying to get them all in there anyway. I did. This is what Old Ninja does. We <laughs> said it. anyway. He doesn't know what no means. Uh, that's why he don't got a girlfriend, bro. Uh, <laughs> no? on them watch lists and shit. Well, God, I, at least I don't have any more restraining orders. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. They all time out eventually. Yeah, they all panned out. They all got dropped. Did we already talk about Venom? No. We no talk there's about not much left. to talk about. Honestly, yeah. I'm fucking disappointed. Mm. I mean, just that, that, that wasn't even a fucking trailer. It, was a bunch of, it looked like a fucking fan trailer, to be honest with you. Oh, Wait, okay. there was a trailer to drop? Yeah, yeah there was a trailer. trailer. Yeah. Shit, the what trailer. The hell? In front of Black Panther, they showed trailer for Venom. My problem, and I think everybody's I already mean, said this, there's no real symbiote. Like, they, don't, they don't even show Venom. Yeah. Like, that's, how the fuck? Yeah. So it, it's a super early, almost teaser-like trailer. Is, is this by Fox or Disney? Sony. Sony. Sony only. So. Well, I mean... Hmm. 
Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Fuck that shit. Let's talk about something more interesting. <laughs> right, let's talk about uh, the Marvel is... Uh, they're going to revamp the universe again. Well, for the comics. To- total <coughs> reboot. Total reboot. Comics. Again. They've done this twice in the last two years, right? I believe. Maybe three times. Jeez, I've lost count. I've lost I'm, fucking count. I mean, they, they went... What was it? Three, four years ago, they were super strong. You yes. know, they had Secret Wars happen. Mm-hmm. And right after that, it was... Uh, Shit, what was the next one after that? Did they do the Civil War 2 after that? Yeah, that was sort of after that, but there was th- stuff that happened after uh, Secret Wars. It was like with the Doom stuff, right. where Doom was God. That wasn't Secret Wars. I thought, I thought that was Secret. Or, uh... No, S- Secret Wars led up to that. God damn, man. My no, memory, my memory is shit. fucking fading. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I know what you're talking but about. But yeah, they're fucking up like a golden... Up- that's when it was like really good still. Yeah. And then after like the the Doom God stuff, it fell apart. And then it just kept falling apart, and it kept falling apart. And That's how great of a villain Doom was. He fucked up the whole <laughs> yeah, entire Marvel yeah. universe. Doom is even the whole goddamn country. The, the actual comic book. Well, he, he soloed Thanos. I'm just just saying. He's ama- Doom is fucking amazing. I can't wait to see him in the MCU eventually. Well, I, I mean, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he was in. Well, I guess it wasn't the MCU, but he yeah. was in Fantastic Four. Yeah, I'm, garbage. I'm really in the MCU. Well, I'm gonna say Disney this. owns that now, so. Yeah, I know. I know. Might see him. I'm going to say this. I want to be optimistic. I did not enjoy some of like the mantle passing that happened all that much, you know, because especially with the Avengers, <clears throat> Avengers characters, because they're so fucking popular now based on the movies and the MCUs. I, eh, I'm, I, I, I respect the fact that you're trying with some new characters. Riri didn't work for me. Infamously, Cho Hope did not work for me. Um, I like... Some of the early stuff but, with with girl Thor. Uh, the funny part is that Riri, it, I mean, it works for me, but just not under the mantle of Iron Man. Because first of all, she's not a fucking man. <laughs> no shit. You know, I mean, like this is it's just not obvious shit. Yeah. I, I understand <laughs> that we're in this world 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 now where you can have a penis and still be a woman. Yeah. But still, I mean, she's a teenage girl that somehow is under the Iron Man comic, even though they call her in the comics by another name. Yep. And that's annoying as fuck. For me, I despise the fact that for a long run, and I think even still, currently, isn't she still in a uh, a Tony mech suit that looks very similar to what Tony wears with the red and gold signature and all that? Yeah, well, they sort of explain that because, I mean, her original suit did not look like that. Okay. Right? But then she got the Son- the Tony AI, and then they kind of revamped it to look yeah, more it like just... it. So, But, yeah, I mean, I, if they would have just come out with the Ironheart comic... I've been fine. Hey, for y'all that are listening to this, I still get the Iron Man comic. Like, okay. I still get it. You still reading it? No, I'm still reading it. Uh-huh. I mean, it's still it's good, but I just wish they would just change the fucking name. Yeah. And they're on the verge of getting Tony back, but they keep like te- they've been teasing that shit for like three fucking months. Yeah. Like they keep showing him, and then going on some bullshit. And he's been know? out since uh, Civil War Two, right? Yeah. 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 And then uh, I know we're getting Hulk back, Bruce Banner Hulk, yeah. um, and we're getting. Logan, not old man Logan, Logan Logan. Well, he's been already teased about being back. Yep. They showed him like the last page of one of the comics that I have. I forget which one it was, exactly. but yeah. Um, I think I think he actually has one of the gems. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so they're, they're uh, actually building up. This might be actually part of what they're talking about because they're doing a whole uh, Infinity Countdown okay. thing now. And they already had uh, Adam Warlock come back. Nice. So, okay, I do like Adam Warlock. Yeah, yeah. So this will be uh, super interesting, uh, but it could be total shit because... I mean, Marvel went from like being my number one comic pull to being 
almost my last. Wow, that's to be sad. honest with you, like that's they're sad. right neck and neck with Image, with me. But it, honest, to be honest, the Image comics are better. Like the ones yeah. that I get, they eclipse almost all Marvel comics right now. Agreed, agreed completely. Um, I still love uh, some, uh, obviously some DC stuff, of course, but. I want, I want to see Marvel have a resurgence in the comics. That's what it's all truly based on. That's You don't have an MCU, if not for decades and decades of great Marvel comics. Go back to it. I hope, I hope that I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic, but it doesn't give me a good feeling with so many reboots in such a short period of time. Well, I just hope that they ignore all these people that do not read comics, but comment <laughs> on comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't read them, just you know, keep your comments to yourself. They, they, they keep taking these influences from these fucking dumbasses. I mean, look at what uh, what DC did. When they did their whole uh, Rebirth thing, they doubled down their characters. And now, instead of rebooting, rebooting the entire universe, they're introducing all new characters from uh, the Metal event. I don't yep. know if y'all knew that. So, so far we have uh, Silencer, Sideways, and Damage. And I have all three of those comics, and they're a good start. Yep. They're, I'm interested in the characters. I, I want to see what they're all about. Um, I believe Silencer is... a. Uh, 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 black woman and so I'm interested in that um, I think Sideways is a Mexican dude and then Damage is a, a white dude and so they're doing the whole diversity thing without shoving it down your fucking throat which uh, I hate when somebody shoves that bullshit down my throat look when I when I grew up as a kid I didn't give a shit what color somebody's skin was in a comic book or in any fucking media all I cared about was just sexual is preference this, yeah, is, is this, yeah I don't care about any of that shit is it a good story that's all I fucking care about. You tell me a good story, I don't give a fuck what the person happens to look like or what they do wherever. But Marvel got into this habit of really taking precedence over um, physical traits and sexual orientation over telling a good fucking story. And I'm going to just piggyback on that and say, it's a comic book and I want to see bad guys and good guys fighting. I, I can't stand when there's like, especially a superhero comic. And there's nothing even leading up to a big fight. <laughs> Nothing's fucking like, happening. I'm like, yeah. I don't care about your personal life, like how you feel about you know your friends and who you're going to school with or any of this bubblegum bullshit. Who are you fighting? Who's your rogues gallery? Yeah. Who's your nemesis? And how is that going to interact with you saving the world? Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Uh, you can have comics with no villains in it sure. or no fighting, but those are they're not superhero comics. Exactly. So you can't give me, like the Hulk is a perfect example. You can't give me a motherfucking Hulk comic when it is not Bruce Banner yeah. and it's a it's fucking Jennifer, whatever the fuck her last name is, and she never hoax out. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit about Jennifer as a fucking... Uh, Lawyer. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about any lawyer. Every every time you mention this, it makes me think of that episode of uh of Futurama where they have like um the female lawyer who's going around like sleeping with different guys. Like that the whole show is based it's basically Ally McBeal. Yeah. Which is every time Cronus mentions uh this whole She Hulk shit, it makes me think of that fucking shit. But yeah. And, and She Hulk is badass and is able to fight. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a one fucking of the, badass. She's one of the best female fighters in all of Marvel comics. Exactly. And one of the best fighters, period, not even just female. Just Show that I I don't know. Anyway. You know, what'd be really cool what they was for the Ironheart. Um, if they have if it's a girl who goes to the school of Wakanda, like because they're gonna build up a thing in Oakland. She's yeah. the student that goes there, and she basically gets the fucking idea to like make this fucking dope ass fucking mech suit or not mech suit, but like a Iron Man suit, but make it better than fucking Tony's because she's like, look, I'm black, he's white, I'm gonna make this shit twice as better than what he's been doing. So that'd be kind of cool if they if they do that spin. 
with Riri in the comics. I, I feel like Shuri, because Shuri is so popular based off this first one, and they're going to certainly build upon her and mm -hmm. her importance in the overall MCU, not just the uh, Black Panther trilogy. I don't know if you can do a whole lot more because they're so similar in terms of being tech geniuses, both black female, you know, young girls. Mm -hmm. But fine, I, I, I'm not against but it. Either. I don't think more that she she looks at her as a like a role model. Sure, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But does does she take on the panel the panel of Black Panther or mantle? Yes, Shuri sure. does become yeah. Black Panther and a great Black Panther. So with her own unique spin on things too. Mm. So yeah, I love it. Um, where else we gotta go? Uh, well, shit, where is this? Was, did we talk about Far Cry? Far Cry at all? Cause no, I don't know. No, Maybe? but let's talk about it because I fucking love the series. Yeah, so. Far Cry Five is a few weeks away. I know it's dropping in March. I don't have the exact fucking hard date on it. It's March sixteenth or something like that. There you go. Could something, be wrong here. Hold we'll on. we'll so go. This, we'll this, go with the sixteenth. This is actually a game, not just a DLC, or is it both that they're talking it about? It is the full game. And they've already announced that some of the uh, DLC, uh, there's going to be a huge season of DLC packs. March 27th. There we go. You can play it the whole game, fucking co-op, open world. This is going to be a fucking big game, man. I, I just, I'm looking fucking forward to this. I think one of the DLC packs I saw was something about killing moon fucking spiders and shit. Damn. Uh... They got a, a lot of weird fucking DLC, and I, I, that's what fucking is fun about Far Cry. It's out there. It's so, super out there. For somebody like for myself, I haven't played any of the Far Cry Far, Far Cry games. How would you sell that to somebody to have them like, hey, you need to pick this up? It's explosions, open world, co-op, and just absolute mayhem fun. Yeah, Far Cry Three was like that. Was really, I'm glad that this one is coming out at a decent time. Because previously, their other ones came out at a time when, like, there was so many fucking games come out at the same time, they True. went under the radar. Yep. Mm. Um, Far Cry 3, which is, like, probably one of the greatest in the series, um, if not the greatest, uh, it came out of fucking nowhere, but it came out, like, basically the day before fucking Christmas or some shit like that, where, yeah. like, nobody was buying. You know, so I didn't play until, like, almost a year afterwards, and that game was fucking great. It dealt with fucking white slavery, <laughs> it dealt with fucking drugs, and having this fucking crazy-ass fucking, like, Boss. native... Oh, that's right, Voss was in this one. What was the one? It was the chick too, right? Yeah, the chick. Yeah, this crazy ass like uh, native fucking chick that you either could fuck or kill at the end. It was <laughs> it was fucking crazy. And it was Titties great. were bouncing when I fucked her ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> I might have stabbed her in the throat. Oh. Oh. With my dick. <laughs> Plus, and then oh, and the, in the DLC, if you I think if you pre-order, you get Far Cry Three as uh, as a bonus, basically. Oh, that's cool. So that's a whole lot of fucking game. Because, again, that was another open world one. This is going to be huge. This is going to be another big, big fucking game. It's kind of it's kind of close because, uh, like, what, a couple weeks later is uh, God of War 4? It's like, oh, in April. Yeah, so it's like late April or mid-April. Something like that. It's like I, later mid-April. I feel like 420 was a, a good Yes, a good it thing. is 420. Because yeah. uh, there's a couple, of, there's something else coming out that day too. But, yeah, 420. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, Nintendo Labo. Yes, okay. that was the other thing. So, I mean, that's like literally almost a month for you to plow through the game before God of War 4 drops. You know, you know what's funny is that I, I was actually watching a video on uh, the Far Cry series and how Far Cry has a problem with basically being the same game and having the same basic mechanics. I'm like, all right, first of all, fucking stop. <laughs> all right, so it's not... I mean, I understand it's like the same mechanics, but first of all, they're fucking fun. Mm -hmm. and I think most people forget that if you're having fun, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's repeated. 
you know, it's not like it, it, it's never felt old to me. Like when I played Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, Far Cry Primal, they were all fun to me. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah, and like, then don't forget, Blood Dragon is one of the best DLCs oh, yes. ever. Yeah, yeah. Because that was totally 80s, totally neon, totally, uh, yeah. you know. But they were saying they were using the, basically the same formula. And I'm like, you know, most games that are sequels, they use the same formula. Yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? That's, Metroid's always been like that. Zelda's been like that. You know, they might uh, add in additional dimensions or other, like, sure. uh, things into it. But it's the same fucking formula. Yeah, rock. In fucking GTA Five, you do some of the same things you did in GTA Four. Yeah. And look at uh, Assassin's mm. Creed. Perfect example. You know, it's basically the exact same fucking game over in different settings. Yep. But... You can still change shit up to where it seems more uh, appealing. Like, for me, uh, when Black Flag came out, which is my first game for Assassin's Creed, um, that game was fucking amazing. And then uh, I played all the wo- all the ones up until the recent one, and uh, that one was probably the best in the series. Origins was fucking great. Yes, it was. And it's the same fucking game. Yeah, that's not a knock on it all whatsoever. Uh, sticking with games, y'all hear about... Actually, I mentioned the original earlier... But there's a sequel to a particular game a lot of people forgot about. It's coming out. What's up? Spaceballs. Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu? What Shaq, the Fu fuck? Has a, Shaq Fu will have a sequel. Shut the it's fuck called up. Shaq Fu A Legend Reborn. There God is a trailer. There's a gameplay trailer. Shaq as Fu well is as, a fighting game, right? Yes, it is a fighting <laughs> game, and it is back. It's called Shaq Fu A Legend Reborn. Uh, there's actually a cup. There's a gameplay trailer. There's a trailer with Shaq himself. I feel like this should be free, but it won't be. Oh, yeah. No, it won't be free. But uh, I believe it's coming out end of this year. There's no official street date. Okay. But it's supposed to be slated sometime this year. Picking, so. Piggybacking on that, we're getting burnout. Remastered, goddammit. Oh, man. Yes. That game was so fun. Yes. Is it, wait, is it Paradise, right? The, yeah, Burnout Paradise. Paradise. Hawaii? Paradise. Oh, man. Well, I thought it was in L.A. I have no idea. Well, no, I thought Paradise was in Hawaii, wasn't it? I don't know if it was Hawaii, but I know that so, there was. Kronos. There's Paradise. Burnout Paradise is in like the Southern California area, right? Or, like, is it, or is it like in? Was it in Hawaii? I think Hawaii. it's a made up no, area. It's made up, but yeah, this is sort of like SoCal. Well, so, yeah. that's, that's what I thought. Because yeah. there's Paradise Island. Because they added the uh, the island for DLC. Sure. Okay. So, and there's the bridge that connected you to the island. You can drive through. I just want this game remastered. This fucking looks fun. Oh yeah, the game original is fucking awesome. Yeah, and it's basically, look, if, if you're a trophy whore, get this fucking game. When you start your car, the first time you drive, you get a fucking trophy. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Game's fun. I, you get, like, I think within the first 30 minutes to an hour, I got, like, 14, 16 trophies. Something yeah. Like that. And I was so mad because, so when I got, I told, probably told the story on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. <laughs> uh, I got the game before there was trophies, and oh, yeah. uh, I was in Iraq at the time. And I couldn't update my, my PS3 to, like, allow trophies. And so I already, like, beat everything in the game. And... But it doesn't retroactively, once you get the trophy thing, it doesn't retroactively go back through and, like, give you all the trophies. So I had to basically play the whole game over again. And uh, once I learned that, I was like, I, you have to, to delete all your shit and that then sucks. start over again. So I was like, fuck it. Because uh, the other day, I went to go play it again. Mm. And I was like, fuck, this is hard now. Because, like, you know when, you, when you're playing a game, you're into it? Yep. Like, you use the difficulty? Yep. And I was already, like, basically the end. And I was trying to play it again. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. And yeah. I'm glad they're re-releasing it so I can get back into play the game. I'll easily put in at least 50 hours into the game. And they'll so. probably add some more, like, online stuff, too. Because that was PS3, you know, and I didn't yeah. go online as much, for, yeah. at least for that game. When you're getting you're getting almost all the DLC except for one that gives you everything in the game. Cool. That's mm-hmm. the only thing you're missing. So. Well, it's actually Dude. something I didn't know about um, about the Burnout Paradise is that they had some legendary car 
uh, oh, downloading yeah. packs, and that included the fucking DeLorean from Back to the oh, Future. Yeah, dude. It, it has X1. Flies. Yeah, it had yeah. the so, X01 in there. It had Kit from fucking Knight Rider. They had the Ghostbuster. They had yeah. the Ghostbuster ride. That's fucking dope. So there's actually two versions of the DeLorean. There's like they had a Micro Machines like size, mm. so you oh, could so. buy like the little Micro Machine like size. They're like like one quarter the size of the actual car because I bought I bought that um, DLC, and then you can get the actual full size version, and they were like super powerful. Because, like, before the original games, they were, like, paper. If you ran into a side, you'd fucking wreck. With the mini cars, they were, like, tanks. You could hit anything, they automatically wreck. It was <laughs> fucking funny. awesome. And the fucking soundtrack was fucking great. The music oh, yeah. was oh, yeah. brilliant. I remember that fucking vividly. Dude, fucking, was it Burnout Underground? Oh, no, it was Need for Speed Underground. That game had, the soundtrack for that game was really fucking good. Yeah. Until you play, because the, the downside of that was that it only had, like, maybe five tracks. And it will play it over and over and over <laughs> yeah. again. I, to this day, I cannot listen to that fucking song. I, it, uh, what's the name of the song that was on there? It's I probably mean, the one by the Ying Yang Twins. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was that one. I mean, it's I'm, when you boot up the game. They have a. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Get Low. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. Get Low, and every you do like a quick little like quarter mile like sheet race with that game, and that's the song that plays. And it, oh man, that song just got so fucking annoying. Even to this day, whenever time I hear that song, <laughs> I kind of break it out to chill. Dude, but to the windows, I, to the wall. Yeah, that wasn't a whisper song. It was the. Get low, get low. Yeah. Isn't that oh, yeah, it is that. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Same song. Dude, I love that game. Uh, Actually, why don't we do some uh, Be the Beast? There hmm. are more? Some of the other ones. Wait, yeah, quite a few. We've had this one on here about Red Dead. Someone's talking about oh, multiplayer. Well, yeah, so it, actually, it's just a, a hint. It's not confirmed yet, but it looks like they're, they may do, this is speculation, they may do a Battle Royale mode. You know? So we'll see. Hmm. Obviously, we'll have to get a little closer and see if that gets confirmed. But honestly, honestly, with Red Dead, I, I just want to play the storyline. Mm. So, but I mean, they could change it if they do. Like, I mean, if they could, if they do something like GTA, obviously I'd be interested because GTA just don't fuck it up like you did with GTA, all right? Because when they when GTA people forget about this shit. When GTA Five first came out, it was supposed to have online components too, and it was an entire fucking year until GTA uh, Online came out, and it was fucking terrible. At first, yeah, fucking terrible. You couldn't play it. Yeah, and they fixed it and they gave a bunch of money, and now it's dope. Yeah, but it was awful. Yeah, they they steadily have improved it over the years, but yeah, it still right. shows it started up. off awful. Yeah, it still shows up in like the number one, like top, not number one, like the top, top ten. tens game. They made so much fucking money off like yeah. fucking yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, it's like made history. It was like what the first game to sell making billion dollars or some shit like that. Or, I don't know about that. Yeah, it was one of the first games that made a billion dollars. Mm, uh, I don't know about first, that. Uh, check out. Check out when it released, and it shows the timeline of how it made a billion dollars in a very short period of time. It sold fifty eleven million. Billion. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tetris will be up there. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Wii Sports. All right, six, <laughs> six billion dollars. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. Actually, no, that's way more than that. Holy <laughs> shit! Hold on. And Whoa. these are all fucking old ass games. Whoa. Holy shit! Whoa! Hold the fuck on. You gotta read these off. Uh, okay, so Westward Journey. Uh, series which I've never even fucking played. What's up, PC? They've made almost four billion. Uh, Dungeon Fighter Online, four billion. Donkey Kong, four point four billion. Nineteen eighty one. Holy shit. Wii Fit, five billion, which I have. Damn, really? Holy shit! I didn't know the, that it the, did that well. The Wii sold like fucking gangbusters. Yeah, but the Wii like, Fit seriously. though, like, yeah, because uh, there was a trend because people thought you can oh, like yeah. work out and lose weight. And well, because you could work out. Yeah. And if you worked out enough, you'd lose weight. This is uh, the Lineage series, which is five point seven billion. Uh, Wii Sports, six billion. Damn. Uh, Crossfire, which is a PC, was a uh, six point eight billion. Which I never even fucking played that game. Yeah, it looks like uh, Counter Strike. Yeah, it does. World of Warcraft, which I'm not surprised at all. 
8.5 billion. Yep. Blizzard. Street Fighter 2, not surprised. Wow. Uh, 10.6 billion. And that's number three. Not surprised. $12.8 billion. Mm. Number one is Space Invaders, bitches. What the fuck? With $13.9 billion with a B dollars. That's a thousand million. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at times. here. GTA 5 makes $1 billion in three days. Fastest selling entertainment product in history. Not overall. Okay. That's what I was I'm looking thinking at. overall. No, not overall. I was looking at well, the, when it was released. That's well, you got to remember that that's that's with inflation too. Like, if oh, you, yes. I think if you put it in inflation, it'd probably be like higher. So, but then also these, these games been around for like years. So they yeah, yeah I mean, dude, Space Invaders has been around since the seventies. Yeah, so. that's like one of the next to what the Palm was the first original console game, mm. and then Space Invaders. All right, I gotta. I'm gonna do the B the B. All right. Dirty Stu says, and we love Dirty Stu. Awesome. Uh, a certain <laughs> comic book hero seems to get. Uh, New young males, nubile, dress, nubile young males, dress them up on in skin tight clothes and then get them uh, to do things for them. Is Batman Kevin Spacey? Yes. Damn. Yes, I'm gonna is. say no. Yeah. Yeah, damn. No. Damn. He ain't fucking a little boy. I thought he was talking about Tony Stark and uh, Peter <laughs> Parker, actually. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess he could, that would be him, but... Mm-hmm. In tights, he's, though. He's definitely talking about Batman. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, Which, with Batman, like, he... Like, the, the kids that he take in have had similar experience that they're he traumatized. Had. They had all traumatized. traumatized. But he tries to help them like get through their their things and not become like so like terrorists or fucking. He tries to help them through their adolescent years. Yeah, he, he tries. He, he, he tried. Try, wait, does, does he groom them? Uh, <laughs> hey, he helped. To be man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he helped himself to Barbara Gordon's draws. Oh, oh, yeah. Deep inside. But so did um fucking um Dick Grayson. Yeah, but Batman hit it first. Damn. <laughs> but Dick Grayson traded. Fucked her. Like, they he got- fucked her when she was paralyzed and then turned out and got married to Starfire. Starfire got good pussy. I could that tell. The alien pussy boy. Come on now. Nah. You know Starfire got good I, I think if she uh, she came, she might fucking explode your dick, though. <laughs> yeah. Crush your shit. <laughs> she might have tentacles. Ooh. You never know. What well, is like that that one little comic strip that, that fucking Kryptonians have fucking bob wires on her penises like a cat? Fuck. Yeah. Lo- Lois got what is Lois got going on <laughs> holy shit scars what you got going yeah. on yeah uh, take a super bluff another one from Dirty Stew sorry I'm gonna just jump in uh, does does pineapple belong on pizza fuck mm. yes yeah, doesn't it matter does. I like Hawaiian pizza why not yeah, people hating about pineapples and shit just don't eat it if you don't my, like it my thing is nobody has a problem with like tomatoes obviously another fruit on pizza whatsoever yeah, oh, and, yeah. you know what I fucking despise olives like a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but they're on pizza, and I don't give a fuck if you want to eat it. That's off you. I don't, if it's on my pizza, I'll just pick it off. <laughs> don't be a fucking asshole and be like, "Oh, okay, you're fucking baby, bitch." <laughs> Take the shit off, or just don't order it. There you're you gonna go. do with you. What the fuck? Yeah. So if you have a round table near your area, dirty stew, order the Maui Zowie. Ah, oh, hey, that's some good shit, man. Or even if you go to BJ, they have a thing called the Sweet Pig. That's oh yeah, that's too. fucking good. Holy shit. Woo. But kind of piggybacking off of this real quick. Go ahead. So there was um, there was something on Facebook that uh, KMAC mom posted. And this is something I learned recently. Like, people put ketchup on their mac and cheese. Uh, yeah. Little kids do that. That is fucking sacrilege. These are, these are fucking adults, adults doing this. Yeah. Time to fuck y- yeah. out. Pitting Wait. Heinz fucking ketchup Ho- on mac and hold cheese. Hold the fuck up. Hold on. I understand I just said about the pineapple shit. But this, this is an <laughs> offense. 
<laughs> let, let me make sure I understand you. Are you talking about that craft bullshit that people oh, call mac and cheese? Or are you talking about mac and cheese, mac and cheese? I'm pretty sure it's craft. It's probably just craft, but... Okay, well, like, who cares about that bullshit? I don't... You know, do whatever you want on that bullshit. <laughs> but so, real mac and cheese, you do that, we will have a fucking fight. Oh, yeah, you put on my <laughs> mac and cheese, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fuck you the up. The table's getting flipped. Yeah. So... And we going in. Let me just... Let me just say... <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to one of our local radio stations, and the DJ's a white guy, and he, he his wife got him into pitting ketchup on his mac and cheese. And I mean, I gave shit about, like, fucking toasting your bread to make a peanut, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and fucking Kronos broke that trend for me. I was like, dude, that's, that doesn't sound right. And he fucking made me one, and I was like, holy shit, best thing ever. Like, this was back when we were kids. You didn't toast it before? No, I fucking... Bruh, toasting changes everything. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. it changed the entire consistency of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Of course. But... With Watch the mac and cheese, I tried it with ketchup, and it's actually pretty good. Blue, blue box? <laughs> no, 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 no. This was gourmet. I, I got I got mac and cheese from uh, Kinder, so they have like this like three cheese mac and cheese, and it was uh, it was it's from a box though. No, no, it was it was he like made. Real. I can't, don't talk about real shit, like Holy real mac and cheese. When you say real, like you don't okay, real mac and cheese, you buy components. They 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 had they bought noodles. And they had like three types of cheese. That oh, they you mixed went with okay. It. You went to a place and then yes. So Kinder's is a barbecue place oh, here sorry. in New. I gotta kill you, bro. Chronos <laughs> <laughs> busted out his knife quickly and it's pointed at Blue. It but just so, got real. So uh, all I gotta say is <laughs> he literally flipped it out so quick. If you heard the clicking sound on the mic, that was a knife that was unsheathed. So wait, so. My defense, I just tried it just because they were talking about a radio. I was like, all right, I'm going to because I've had other stuff and I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. But then I had it. I was like, OK, this is actually pretty good. But my in a little bit of defense. Oh, my God. You like lasagna, right? Lasagna? lasagna? Yeah. 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 Same fucking thing. No. no. So wait, wait. So wait, let me let me clarify a little bit. The difference <laughs> between the difference between ketchup and tomato sauce is spices. That's it. I, I looked it up. And that's sugar. Only, nope. There's sugar and tomato paste or tomato it's sauce. Not as much as ketchup though. There is way about the more same. ketchup. No, There's, it's not about the same. Dude, I, I researched it and the recipe between the two, like if you look up and and Jesus. if you look up to see what's the difference between the two, the only thing that everybody says is that the spices are different things between okay. paste and so, ketchup. So hold on. Lasagna also has traditionally a whole lot of meat that changes the flavor. But you don't you can, you don't have to make it with meat though. And cheese. I'm talking yeah. about the traditional lasagna. When you say lasagna, if it's meatless, you have to say, oh, this is a vegan version or this is a vegetarian version. Lasagna has meat that obviously changes the taste as well. It's not just noodles and cheese. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, then there's different kinds of ways to make mac and cheese. So it's, I would say, don't knock it until you try it. God damn. <laughs> and I, I, I was on your side too like I thought that's fucking that's the grossest shit ever I mean I don't eat mac and cheese with ketchup all the fucking time like I tried it it wasn't bad <clears throat> but it was uh -oh. still good uh -oh. tomato sauce for one cup has 16 grams of carbs 10 grams of sugar ketchup has 63 grams of carbs 50, 52 grams of sugar for a cup that's a difference it's way fucking more that's a difference and you but can the, taste it I mean yeah I guess the sites I went to said that there wasn't that much of a difference, but that's not what bullshit. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like your bullshit taste buds talking about <laughs> putting ketchup on fucking mac and cheese. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? All I gotta say, <laughs> I was your best man. <laughs> hey, all I gotta say is you gotta try it before you knock it. That's all I gotta say. And I'm not saying like I'm fucking. So all blue, I do is eat mac blue, and cheese with ketchup on. 
Do you like a guy fucking you in the ass? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. Don't knock shit. it yeah. until you try it. Food hey. loads. <laughs> Food loads are free. Oh, that's the hey, protein disgusting. filled. Hey, curiosity might have killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. So, <laughs> don't knock it until you try it. Holy fucking fuck! Uh, oh, I mean, there, eventually there was a guy who who was like, you know what? I'm thirsty. I'm gonna suck on this fucking cow's tit and drink some milk. So, yeah, don't knock it. But uh, milk's gross. But anyway, yeah. uh, Derek was asking, I believe you a question. But what about tomatoes and gumbo, though? Oh, tomatoes Ooh. belong in my gumbo. Taste it, and and you will know the truth. God damn it! Come I think, on out I here. I think maybe he makes jambalaya. Is mm-hmm. what he's talking. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Dang. I, I like your gumbo. Thank so you. and I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Fung is good. There you go. Uh, all right. So uh, Jixer Jones asked. Uh, would you rather defend Donald Trump's antics or the flat earth oh, theory? God. This is a good fucking Holy question. Holy shit. That is a fucked up question. Is it, this is the first time we've heard from her, right? No, no, no it's not. Jixer. Oh, no, 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 we've had her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. him, him. It's dude. Him, him. Sorry. Yeah. Jixer is a motorcycle. There you go. So, uh, uh, damn, uh, I'm, I'm waffling back and forth on this yeah. one. So, hold got? on. So, our president, Donald Trump, has done exactly one right thing in my book, and that is he lowered my taxes. So I will defend his antics over Flat Earth Society because they are extremely fucking wrong. And All it's right. very provable. For me, I'm going to defend Flat Earthers <laughs> just because, like, I mean, they're, they believe in some dumbass shit, but they're not fucking, like, hurting nobody. But, like, the shit that Donald yeah, Trump true. has, like, an effect on people, like, I mean, like, people are coming out of the woodworks, but it's kind of not. I want to say it's. I wouldn't say it's because of him, but like, there's we've seen like a high trend of like racism shit happening, like this whole fucking like ban on certain countries, and I mean the tax part is pretty cool, and and also how he kind of helped Cuba for a little bit, not Cuba, uh, what's it Cuba? What's Wakanda? That? Wakanda? No, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's, wait. don't say Puerto Rico because he didn't help them. No, yeah, it was, it was Puerto Rico because he, no. he, he no, no, paper towels out. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, because he he released that that Vargo where like ships like ships could go straight there to deliver goods, but that was like a ten day thing. But he that also didn't talk, really work too well. Hell of shit about him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he didn't even know that they were part of America. So that's why I'm saying flat earthers like the shit that they're preaching doesn't make sense, but they're not hurting nobody. Uh, old ninja, what you got? Fuck. But I'm getting more money though. Just, <laughs> just, just, just uh, fuck everybody else. Fuck. Well, Blue has a point. So Trump has his potential finger on the trigger. Or or his mouth actually is more of a trigger. Pissing off some country that could do some bullshit. Either to us or like our embassies overseas. So I'm going to probably go with flat earthers. Because I can always bullshit my way with them. And be like, yeah, dude, totally. Gravity doesn't exist. <laughs> and like the moon isn't round and Mars isn't round either apparently. Or spherical. So yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm turning my mind. Can I just kind of commit suicide? <laughs> <laughs> is that an option? Yeah, I can commit suicide. Bust that knife out again. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an option, right? So, if you like just Japanese, to- toss me in the ocean <laughs> with my. That's perfect. Because you don't want to live with dumb people. Oh my god. That is perfect. Sorry, I couldn't stop. I got stepped on your joke. God damn it, that was perfect. What do you say, Prodigy? I guess I'll go with goddamn Trump. I guess. Oh, what? I mean, I can't stand anti-science bullshit. It bothers me. Fuck Kyrie Irving. Oh fuck. And the dream. fucking uh, yeah, him too. And there's another guy too. Uh, there's a couple people. Bob. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Shaq. 
Yeah. Like, Wait, Sack? What the fuck? Yeah. It's hard to know when people are trolling or real, but I don't care. Fuck them all. Like, you, you can't. It's yeah. not something you troll about. Yeah, exactly. It's just, exactly. It's just dumb. dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. Well, if, wasn't there like some some flat earther who tried to like build like a rocket ship? That he did, and it didn't fly. It and didn't it take off. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I thought it blew up, but yeah, it felt like great too. <laughs> Comic news. I think this is Kevin. Sends one out. I think this <laughs> is directed you. directly at me. He says, what can be done about Prodigy retweeting Pornhub before 7 a.m.? Very Kevin, simple. Kevin, you listen up right <laughs> motherfucking now. I know you love foodas. <laughs> I know uh, you love long dick foodas, big titty uh, foodas, busting fat loads. I'm not going to kink shame you. You can go ahead and favorite it if you want. But <laughs> I am never going to stop. Uh, so here. He said he's, make, he's making his wife uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kevin, I, Kevin, I got a real simple, real simple solution. Unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to do. If you need Prodigy updates, just ask at B then BTI or ask one of the other cast members. Just be like, hey, is Prodigy wait. still alive? We're like, yeah, yes or no. It's so wait, wait, wait. Maybe, very simple. maybe we're looking at this question wrong because he says that like what can be done about Prodigy posting Pornhub things before 7 a.m. Maybe he wants shit a little bit earlier. Maybe he needs to like start at 5 a.m. or some shit. Doing R&H. I'll he, start He needs some food with his cereal. Extra <laughs> milk. Protein yeah. milky. That's yeah, disgusting. All right, all right. Anything else before we, because uh, we, really we didn't we didn't get into Santa Clara Diet returns later on, right? Santa Clarita. Clarita. Santa Clarita. Yeah, Clarita. it comes out uh, next month. I believe it's March 23rd. Could be wrong. Yeah, and Jessica uh, Jones is dropping in March too. Yes. Yeah. So yes. early in March. Uh, One oh. big thing: Ash vs. Evil Dead Sunday comes oh. back on. Oh, oh shit! Walking along Dead, with, along with Walking Dead. Uh, Dude, I haven't seen any like trailers or ads for either shows. I ha- I have. I saw oh, one on Facebook. Jones, I have. I've seen a few. I've seen the Jessica Jones one, but I'm talking about like Walking Dead and um. I've seen one. And, I've seen uh, a Adverse Evil Dead. See, again, there was another. There's a huge featurette in front of Black Panther about Walking Dead when I saw it. Nice. So there was a huge like thing about what we're supposed to expect. You know, it there. Uh, this is the uh, finish the fight side of it. So that is the hashtag finish the fight. With The Walking Dead, and that's the new promotion that's been going on. Like, um, I follow our girl Dana Lorenzo. I follow her on Instagram and Twitter, and she's been posting up some cool fucking shit. And um, I haven't seen like she haven't posted up like any kind of ad or information about Adverse Evil Dead returning. So I'm actually kind of surprised. I've seen that on Hulu. Yeah, I've seen commercials. Uh, I don't follow. Real quick, we'll we'll advertise for them. Oh yeah, Yeah, for sure. Uh, Real quick, did y'all see the Lost in Space trailer drop today? I no. didn't see it. I did, but I didn't watch it all the way through. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, there's not a whole lot. It's really just them, the cast, and spacesuits, really. Okay. Mm. But it comes out in April, like April 13th, I believe. Oh, we got a little time. I then. love how Netflix does that. They, they do things and they drop them real fucking soon or immediately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, yeah I mean? what they did with Cloverfield. Like, guess what? This weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or right at, right, right, right after the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess you what can, you can watch? You can watch yeah, it. it's all available now. But all one right. thing on, sorry. Uh, I I started watching a f- the first. I watched like maybe thirty minutes into the um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Al- fuck, why Alchemist. can't I pronounce that word? Yeah, the live action that's on Netflix right now. And so far, my impressions of it is, yeah, you can't make a live action. <laughs> out of that I mean, like they kind of state like it's Japanese characters. Like this is the that's film good. that was the movie that was actually filmed in Japan and it was released in Japan. Netflix got the it was rights the movie to it. In Japan, right? that's what yeah, I yeah, it's yeah. actual movie and. Like, 
it's they have like the little details in there like the one that one fat guy who eats everything gluttony yeah gluttony that motherfucker's scary as fuck like they oh, got man. they nailed the, are those actually those three villain guys uh they nailed them really good the but Her- like Hercules. yeah yeah those Hercules. guys yeah. they nailed them really good but like there's other scenes that are like it, it just the cg it, it wasn't the budget for this wasn't very high because like you can see that, like, okay, this is CGI. What's ironic to me, though, is the Elric brothers were obviously European. Like, that is, they're ethnically yeah. European yeah. in the fucking and anime. I know the anime is from Japan. And they try to... But they, they're white boys. Yeah, they, <laughs> you know they, what I mean? They try to touch, like, not touch on it, but, like, they try to make them look as far, like, like he has blonde hair and stuff like that. But it's, like, Elric, or Eric has a, he has a ponytail. Did they CGI his eyes, though? <laughs> For the... I'm... Y'all think I'm racist as fuck, but, but I'm they, just saying yeah. they were they considered doing that. I know. For I Ghost know. in the Shell for Scarlett Johansson. So to... go fuck yourself. Was his eyes blue in the in the anime? Uh, I thought they were probably. I, yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't, remember what, I can't remember if his eyes are blue or not in the in the live action. But he has a fucking ponytail. Like he like in the anime, he has a fucking ponytail. It is obvious that shit's a fucking clip on. Like, yeah. and it's so fucking badly done. Oh, they're like it's, yellow. Okay. Yeah, like, like golden. Yeah. So. But okay. it's, it's. I'm trying to watch it because I want to. Because I've seen some people say like it's actually pretty decent. And I, pe- I, I did like um, the live action version, the Japanese live action version of Death Note. Okay. But I saw that before I saw the anime, so that's yeah. a different story. But also, does this guy look? Uh, yeah, he does. Look Japanese to you? Mm-mm. Mm. No. no. <laughs> it's part of the story. Him being white. Like yeah, yeah it's like especially when he goes like the other place because yeah. it's like it goes back to Germany. Yep, but it's like it, right after World War One and his. I mean, and like also his character, like in the anime, he's he's a child, but I, he in this he's like in his twenties and he's and he's supposed to be like short. Like people constantly make fun of him about him being short, but he's like about the same. He's like maybe an inch or two shorter than everybody else, oh, which is kind of a problem. But the animation, the CGI for the. Um, for his brother, the one that's in the metal suit, yeah, it's actually pretty fucking dope. Okay, but it's it's kind of cheesy, but it's still it's still pretty fucking dope. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's round it up, Carlos. What you got, populating? Uh, shout out to uh, John Cardoso for giving me the interview during SF Free Week opening gala. I don't think I gave him a shout out last time. That uh, opening gala, like vlog, podcast, whatever, is is out. If y'all want to watch nice. it, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, had a great time during SF Free Week, so thank you everybody that came out to uh, hang out with me, and everybody that met me during SF Free Week. That was a uh, that was pretty dope. Other than that, uh, I think tomorrow I'm gonna go up Mission Peak with my daughter. Nice. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Toss in the backpack and just hike up that <laughs> motherfucker. Wait, so. what? <laughs> you're throwing it into your backpack? Yeah, I have a backpack like a baby carrier. Okay. It's, it's back- You've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it, but you said I'm, you're, you just said like I'm throwing my baby in the backpack. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, a hike. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually <laughs> when we go hike, we just go do a. Uh, Coyote Hills, yeah. you hike around there, but this time I think because every time I go to Mission Peak, it's on like a like a Saturday or something like that. It's fucking and it's packed. Fucking packed. So yeah. hopefully tomorrow won't be too packed and I'll have you, see if I can get to the top. Have you ever tried yeah. to go up from the from uh, the other it? side? Yeah, from the other side by um, Ohlone College. No, actually, there's three sides. There's Ohlone College. There's uh, the main way that everybody goes up, and then if you do the main way, right when you start going up, if you go to the right, there's another way that basically goes straight fucking up. Yeah. So it's it's a quicker sort of route, but it's more difficult. Mm. Um, but no, I, I've only taken the main route. Make sure she's warm. But yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah. am. It's gonna be cold tomorrow. But yeah, I haven't been at Mission Peak since I was obviously fatter. So hopefully, it won't be too much of a difference because she weighs probably about thirty pounds right now, and I'm thirty pounds lighter since the last time I went up there. So 
Hopefully, it won't be that big of a deal. And yeah, definitely, I'll, I'll fucking die. Definitely check the weather because it might. There might be snow up there. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if it's not, it probably won't be snow, but it's gonna be like icy up there just because it's. Yeah, if it's too cold, cold. I won't go up there. Yeah. That. So I mean, I can survive. Actually, you know what? This is one thing that nobody talks about. Well, at least for me, after I lost a bunch of weight, I never, ever, fucking ever had a problem with the cold until I got to like into the one seventies. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just like, it's. Freezing. I get so fucking cold now. I mean, I can, don't get me wrong. For like normal weather, like I can walk around, but if I have to like work out or some shit, this is why I got hypothermia. When I was at uh, Spartan, was Spartan Race. Yeah, uh, Spartan Beast. I didn't understand that I could get that cold. And body fat goes a long fucking way. Yeah. yeah. Walruses. Yeah. Walruses no, stay warm. Yeah, and no, I have to fucking, like, lay, like, when I went to the city, you know, this week, because it was, or last week, it was cold. Yeah, yep. it was I fucking fuck, cold. I had to Once. wear layers. Ooh, boy. I used to wear fucking layers. It was it's, fucking cold. It's funny because I have the opposite story because I used to be, like, skinny, so I'm used to always being cold, but now it's like, I can't, I can't sleep without the fucking fan being on. Like, yeah. I get so fucking, even if, the sweetness called me her own fucking personal heater because I get so fucking hot. But I'm, I'm only, like, 170, so, but I went from, like, when I got with her, I only weigh like 140, so I've had on that much weight since I've been with her. I mean, I still generate a lot of heat, but like if I'm out in like the like outside, oh yeah, and it's cold, I'm just like this is uncomfortable cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. But I was like a marine, I, you know, cold didn't bother me fucking at all. But anyway, maybe I'm just becoming a weak old bitch, but <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Go ahead, uh, Blue. What you got? Um, so last week I, I had talked about how I was gonna do. I did a photo shoot at a baby shower, and it was actually a lot of fun. So shout out from, to my boy uh, Ish and his wife uh, Mary, I believe her name is. Uh, yeah, I think it's her name. Um, it was really cool. Oh, damn. No, I, I, I can't hard. remember her name, but um, I had a really good time. But the the crazy thing about it all is that um, it was a Latin family, and there was no fucking drinking. And I was Whoa. I was surprised like Whoa. a motherfucker. But I still we still had a little bit of fun. Like it's, their family was really opening or really nice to me. They opened up their house to let me take pictures and stuff like that, and they offered me food. So that was a lot of fun. I got some really good show. Uh, little I got some really good shots. Um, and it's funny because like he's a photographer too, and um every time i went to take a picture of her mm-hmm. she kind of knew where the camera was and would like turn at the right time to smile so like i rarely got any like bad pictures of her not looking at the camera but uh that was a lot of fun uh this weekend um i talked about it last week on the podcast i bought a new bike i bought a um i bought a giant carbon fiber uh tcr and i got it from this place called uh bicyclebluebook.com and they have really good prices on used bikes like a bike that's like a year a year or more old you can get for like half off if not more um the original price for the bike i bought was three thousand dollars and i got it for 740. nice like that's how much of a good discount they they do um they they have new bikes all the time so the bikes are always rotating so if you go there they don't have a bike you like go back and they'll probably have it like a week later so definitely keep doing that also check out their websites because their website has the most current price for the bike okay. than their actual location does, and their location is in San Jose. Um, if you go to the if you go to the location in San Jose, and you see the price is different than what you see online. They'll match online price. That's What's nice. it called again? Um, it's called uh, BicycleBlueBook.com, nice. and they have like, like there was another bike I was gonna get, and it was, it was gonna be five hundred dollars. Regular price is sixteen hundred. Uh, our original price was sixteen hundred, but it was uh, for seven. Or no, it was for five hundred. But the online price had it listed at three fifty, so I could have got that bike for three fifty. But instead, I went for the other bike for seven forty. I give you three fifty. But like they go. have, they have all kind of bikes. They have bikes for for women. They have road bikes, mountain bikes, hybrid bikes, which is a blend between the road bikes and the mountain bikes. They have unicycles. Bikes for kids. They have fucking unicycles. All right. 
They they don't have the one thing they don't have is a um a trike. Hold on. <clears throat> Do they have a bike with a dildo in the seat? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just asking for a friend. <laughs> no, but I think you have to go on Amazon to buy that that accessory kit. If y'all haven't seen the, those porns before, quite hilarious. Those just are saying, great. Those are great. You know, <laughs> don't kink shame up of your life. You see some uh, hilarious videos from especially from Japan. Oh yeah, with that shit. Well, it's fucking crazy when they have like the motor, so it actually goes like up oh, and yeah. down with, mm-hmm. every, with the fucking yeah. paddling. Oh, it's fucking. Shit. It's fucking yeah. somebody. But um, Saturday I'm doing or last week I tried to do a bike ride while I was gonna ride from Pleasanton to Melpitas and cut through Calaveras, but uh, actually Calaveras is closed because they have had like mudslides and road erosion and stuff like that so we have to go through Niles canyon which is fucking scary as fuck because there's no room for bikes and people don't give a fuck they're just zooming by anyway Wait, but who, um who did you go with i uh, was ben oh, okay, uh, okay, the guy okay. from bachelor party yeah. um so we're gonna do another ride this saturday and then we're having nice. like a game night with uh with the wives and stuff so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that i'm gonna try to finish watching full metal alchemist Alchem- why can i not pronounce that alchemist alchemist Full Metal Alchemist. I'm gonna try to finish watching that, and there's something else on my radar that I've been watching, but I can't think of it right now. No, when it come back to yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, old Ninja, what you got? Oh, I'm watching Black Panther again. There you go. Oh, um, let's see. I went to a rave on Saturday. Old Ninja, survive. you are too fucking old <laughs> <laughs> to go to a goddamn. I can do. I can do. Grown, do what I want. Wakanda <laughs> forever. That's like me going to Jim Marie and having fun. <laughs> oh well, I. <laughs> I'm going to uh, Chuck E. Cheese Day. Let me. <laughs> uh, this weekend, I'm going to an engagement party uh, at Santana Row. So I'm oh, looking nice. forward to that. Uh, they opened up a, an Ike's there. Oh, shit. So last Friday, I guess, was opening day with Beast Mode. Where? Nice. Oh, at, yes. At, yeah, at the Santana, Santana Row, Row yeah. uh, Ike's. Dude, when are you going to make the one in Newark? I don't know what's going on with that. They're behind schedule or whatnot. So we'll see. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the engagement party is Saturday. Um, probably going to be twitching more. We're trying to do... More Twitch streams. Uh, we've been a little bit slacking, but let's get on tomorrow, Manuel. We'll try. I'll see what's going on with tomorrow. I might be with some family tomorrow, uh, and then uh, if not, we'll be on some Battlefield One. Just go ahead and check out our uh, our Twitch channel. It's uh, twitch.tv forward slash be then bti. Um, other than that, just chilling. Oh, I might. I'm gonna probably start watching season two of Travelers. And then Asterisk Evil Dead, I need to catch up on. There you go. Um, real quick. Hold on, my phone. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, so I'm going to get with uh, Stitch, and we're going to put out a better than MJ and Kobe probably by next week. Uh, Derek, I know, was asking in the chat. I've mentioned this before on fucking Crunchyroll. Check out Darling and the Franks. It's by the same folks that made Kill a Kill, Mex, Waifus. And it's a really fucking great story. Great battle scenes. I'm loving that one. And I also like on Netflix, Kakaguri, which is all about fucking girls that come literally from gambling. I shit you not. It's fucking lit. It's on Netflix. It's up there with Food Wars? It's up there with Food Wars. Only playing poker will make these girls fucking nut in their fucking panties. It's great. I love it. Uh, I got excited. (laughs) You just let out a groan. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. The thing I remember is that fucking Gotham is coming back, and but it's, it will be back March first, so it'll be after next week's podcast. But the shit that's going to be fucking going on with that show is it's it this I would say this is going to make Gotham the best superhero TV show of all fucking time. All right, check us on out. All right, check us out on Twitter at BTHANBTI. That's at B T H A N B T I. Check us out on SoundCloud, Player FM, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. Leave a comment. We'll, we'll read the respond. comments, goddammit. Rate, yeah. rate us. Rate us. Cuss us out, whatever. 
Uh, check out our official website. It's binhadproductions.com forward slash BTI. Check us out on Facebook. There's some exclusive content on there. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash BTI. Uh, check out on Amazon. We have an app on there. You can go ahead and check us out on there. Uh, what am I missing? Twitch. Twitch TV forward slash BTI. Look for some streams from us. Uh, hopefully in the next couple days. Daniel and Gian, I know y'all USC folks. You got shitty fucking taste in movies. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. Damn. Just remember, when they ask who you are, remember to tell them. Wait, what? <laughs> what kind of life? What kind of forever? Forever.